0: CDs, but hey, hey, still ain't hey, fucking with TIC. Hey, hey, Let me oh, tell oh, you, not a lot of niggas tryna be like me, but it's oh, hard. And every chance I get, I'll pull you caught. I ain't gotta try hard, this big game, it's all niggas on oh, oh, this oh, snack, oh, I'ma t- oh, t- oh, right, right, take aim and try. Niggas over, busting the ass cream, let's Shit, nigga, this ain't work for higher top I can't let on your head while I shit in your ear If you ain't coming for no trouble, why the fuck is you here? Huh? Uh-huh. Pick up on your ass and treat your ass like a stranger Hit you with two shots, body head, I'm a beggar Street bonus, they off the hook with no anger Put your life in danger, uh, This not what I came that's for Murderous, I know you heard of us, it's a heard of us Now we coming out and motherfuckers getting with us. I ain't looking back, Platinum block, misery loves company, so now they're mad at us. Well, there ain't no different now, we did make it move. Unless you wanna paint, y'all, we can spray your crew The way to do, it's like my nigga John just said. If you ain't going run, go yeah, long, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go bitch-ass
1: in bed. Welcome Whoa. back, you yeah. guys listening to the Barbershop Sportsbook Podcast. Myself, Trey Frazier, here in the house, Maestro Styles, yep. here in the house, y'all. NFL kickoff is tonight, y'all. Uh, we got a special show for y'all tonight. Uh, so, just a couple of reminders for y'all. Uh, if you're tuning in to us, um, go to the Facebook page, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, we got the Instagram page popping as well. Uh, if you got any questions or comments for the show, hit us up through email at barbershop sports talk one at gmail.com. We also got the WordPress blog site at barbershop sports talk podcast. Um, check out Maestro's. Uh, latest post on uh, on the, what is that, the sneakers? The James Hardens? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, man, I don't know what them things look like, but... (laughs) like United Security sneakers. Man, man, those are government shoes. Those are, no, those are construction shoes, man. Them things is ugly. Uh, Yeah, but yeah, check the the WordPress blog site out. Uh, Check out Maestro's latest blog post right there. And also, don't forget, y'all, we are on iTunes as well, so... You know, we're going to remind y'all toward the end of the show. Subscribe to that. Yeah, definitely subscribe to it. No question about it. So I'm back from the West Indies. Feeling good. Life is great. Life is grand. Maestro, what about you, man? What's good? Let me just tell y'all, man. uh, I was trying to, you know, just let it rock. But I I can't let it rock. Um, The Roy Jones Jr. choice was Trey Frazier's. I do not um, support that. I own it. I own it. I do not you know, support that bullshit. It's it's um, NFL it's kickoff weekend. You need some hype music. That shit did not get, remotely get me hype. You know but, what I'm saying? But well, but another, uh, another news. I guess. Um, I mean, I'm blessed, man. Uh, Nigga just was blessed to see another year this past Monday, man. Nigga turned... Oh, yeah, by um, the way, man, happy birthday, thank man. Thank you, man. My, 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 my bad, man. You know, yeah, vacation got me, Nigga all, ain't said shit to you know. me, but it's all good. Hey, like I hit you up through the group, me group. Nah, I don't give do a man. fuck about no group text, nigga. You know but saying? anyway, but Yo, yeah, did man. Other, the other niggas call you? Yeah, other niggas did call me, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. I I mean, don't, mean, but But... Um, put me to shame. I yeah, so... But in any... any You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed, man. You know... Cool, we got another year. That just means I got less time to make my goals. But I'm blessed, man. The kids are good, man. I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy for life. And um, I mean, I'm good, man. How was How was the Bahamas? I was mm-hmm. going to hate on you. I was telling I was telling somebody earlier today, like when we got on the air, that I was going to sit there and hate on the fact that you, were on vacation and shit, niggas out here on the ground and you got time to vacation and shit oh okay so i i I guess like and shout out to alex all the homeboy um just like alex you saw all the pictures and all the facebook and instagram posts of the beach and man i man i gotta tell y'all man is nothing better than waking up going to eat and going to the beach Because, man, that's all we did, man, was just, I mean, that's the life. I mean, who, what better to spend your vacation than just going to beach and just eat, you know what I mean, for a week, six nights, man. I mean, and uh, shout out to the Bahamas, too, man. Shout out to all the people there that, you know, supported us. You know, we come through, the hotel, the resort is nice. The water is just, I mean, crystal clear blue, Salt water is crazy, the beach is crazy, and man, it was just relaxing. It, I mean, it, it's so quiet, you could hear a pin drop on the beach, man. That's just how relaxing it was, man. But yo, Maestro, you, 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 you gotta... You, you gotta... Uh, you, you gotta you, what? You don't, I ain't trying to hear that shit right now, man. What, about what, Bro. the West Indies? I ain't, nigga, I'm, 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 out trying to rub it in? I'm out here, I'm out here in nigga. You should try that out, man. When I don't want to hear that shit right come now. Come on, man. Nigga, I'm on the grind, nigga. Hey, that's fine. I'm that. on the grind, too. I'm, I'm, I'm that, ba- back on the grind. No days off, nigga. No days off? No days off, hey, nigga. Man. Hey, man. You, you, Till hey. that bread coming. in, no days off. You, you, you got to find time to play at some point, you know? Grind and play, you know? got to play on these shawty's, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm, hey, I got I, I, I got a couple of non sports things I just want to kind of point out here. So we talked about this a few months ago, Maestro, about the Bad Boy tour that was coming into town. Oh yeah, that motherfucker really about to come into town like within the next few weeks. Yeah, so it's in DC the next few weeks, right? Because they was I know I know it's sometime soon. Okay, because they were while I was away, they were in Baltimore, I think, on Sunday. And I got to shout out P. Diddy because uh, DMX was in the house, actually. He's going to do a few more dates, too. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's great, man. Because, yeah. um, you know, you know how X do. He, he pray before everybody go out on stage and do their thing and stuff. And for the people out there that hate on X for his transgressions and for, his, for the things that he's been through. And I think it was you, Maestro, that shared somebody's post where he was up on the pulpit. Um, spreading a message Might have been me uh, I, Yeah Yeah I stamped that bro. Uh, pe- for people out there man y- Y'all don't know what this cat been through I'm a, I'm a big time DMX band I mean Throughout all his albums All his work And Even the Get It On The Flow album? To Get It On The Flow The, the Swiss joint no, the Get On The Floor album. The, the album, not the track. Not the track. The song was hard. The album was not... The album, yeah. What was that? Was that the Grand Champ? Grand, the Great Depression. No, it was after the Great Grand Depression. Grand Champ. Might have been Grand Champ. Grand Champ. Been Grand yeah, Grand Champ. Champ was definitely the low of his lows. I mean, for DMX. It definitely was. But, I mean, for everybody that hates on this guy and, you know, points him out for all his you know, low transgressions and the stuff that he's going through in terms of the drugs and all that stuff. If there's one thing that X has been consistent with throughout his career, is that man know how to pray. <laughs> I mean, as, as hypocritical as it may sound to many, that man know how to pray. And man, that ain't <laughs> hypocritical, man. Y'all niggas y'all fucked up niggas need prayer too, man. Yeah, everybody everybody need everybody prayer. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. Y'all people that think y'all so you know, got it got it right, you know, got this whole life thing figured out, y'all need prayer too, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause God knows I ain't gotta figure it out yet. Lord knows I ain't got it figure out. And just when I think I gotta I got a rhythm going. God coming Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nah, you ain't got it, homie. Yeah, for real, you know? So um, that was one point about the tour. Um, another thing I saw um, in regard to the Bad Boy tour was, uh, of course, Total was in the house. And before um, before I saw those pictures, I saw an interview with them online maybe a couple months ago where it was Pam and Kima. And Keisha kind of was, I guess, out kind of doing her own thing or whatever. So... They got the three of them back together for the tour, which is great. There's one thing I didn't know, and Maestro, I might be dead late on this, but Keisha is married to Omar Epps, is that right? Yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. Man, how, how long has that been? Because I'm. I, uh, I mean. 15. I don't know if it's... I, 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 it might not, been di- uh, I might not be been oh. that long. It might <laughs> I'm not have like, been that damn. long. But it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It, 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 ain't, no, it ain't nothing new. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, like I was like Keisha Epps. I was like, yo, she married, dude? Nah. Oh, my Epps. I mm-hmm. j- just learned that. But, yeah, sir. but shout out to the Epps, though. You know, yeah, that's, man. That's, that's a good look for them, man. Yeah, man. While we're giving out shout outs, I want to give a shout out to Regina Hall's Sexy Ace. Um, I... I saw her interview on Breakfast Club yesterday, and um, oh, I gotta check that. Yeah, uh, I mean, video out. I mean, it's not, it's nothing super. You know, it's just that you know, Regina Hall been in the game for I me. Mean, you know, Regina Hall, DC native by the DC way. DC native. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to date to die X. I know you know who Sadat X is. Definitely, okay. Because I, I said this to people, like, and niggas was like, who? Who? I'm like, nigga, Funk that? You, niggas don't you, remember Funk that? Oh, you must be talking to some millennials yeah, or something. Yeah, nah. I was talking. First of all, I talked to Melvin. Melvin had no clue. Never oh, heard wow. of Funk. wow. He never heard of Funk that. Wow. How have you never heard of Funk Scott that, nigga? Sadat X, Grand I mean, Yeah, yeah. right, like, Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, he used to date her back in the day. She's um, So, that, I thought that was interesting. But... All I have to say is uh, Regina Hall is fine, um, and I had no intentions on seeing that movie. Her movie come out. I was gonna say the t- one with Morris, with and- Morris Chestnut. Okay. That seemed like it's gonna be just like the one with Michael Ealy, but they just reversed. Oh, with uh, Ealy and Sonam. It- yeah, it seemed okay. like it's gonna be that same type of movie, right, right, but right. Um, she says it's not, and I believe it because she's pretty. Um, but shouts out to her; uh, she's she's fine, and it was it was what, what what I took from it was just interesting to hear her talk. Because you know she's been in a lot of movies, you know, particularly more black movies. She's been in a lot of movies, and you know we don't really get to hear her talk. Right. So it was right. just it was like I, I fell in love with her just a little bit more after hearing her talk. Because she, she's smart, she's funny. Yeah, like, definitely that. She ages well with Juan. too. And me. she's forty five years old. She and, ages. And she looks better well. than half these Jones. Mm. <laughs> like and you know. Yeah, so not ages pretty well too though. Yeah, but me and me, me and the homie, we made a like. If we had to pick, cause we did talk about that Sanaa or Regina Hall or Taraji. You know that whole Nia crew Hall. of people, right? That whole crew. Mm-hmm. I think we collectively agree that Regina Hall is that is that. Yeah. Wow. That yo, that's a that's a big time debate right there. So so check this out. So you said Taraji, Taraji, Sanaa, Sanaa, Nia, Nia Long, Long Regina, Regina Hall. Hall. Um, you might could throw Gabrielle Union maybe. Yeah, Gab, definitely Gabrielle okay, Union. Okay. Definitely Gabrielle Union. You okay. might could throw Regina King, but she's like not, not as relevant nowadays. But you you could throw her in the conversation. Regina King. What's uh What's the other girl that was in Best Man? We missed them? somebody. We definitely missing somebody. Yeah, yeah. I I, I can't think of the girl. She's like a Puerto Rican descent. I can't, give me Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Wow. Give me Regina Hall. Wow. And you know what's crazy about that? I heard somebody say, Nia Long don't got it no more. And I'm like, oh, what? No, that's not the truth. I'm like, what? That's just <laughs> not the truth. Now, Nia Long is number two for me. So, I, I can't imagine. It's it's Regina Hall, mm-hmm. Nia Long, Sanaa Lefe, Right. Taraji, mm-hmm. and that kind of hurts me to say, cause but I had to really think about it. like I, I think it's more because I see Taraji more that that I thought she was higher than what she really was. Right, right, yeah. But, and but Taraji's then, definitely popping right now, uh, and she and she's definitely fine. So I don't want to mm-hmm. like like she's not fine, but just for my preference, it's in that order and whoever else after that. To be honest with you, man, for me it's Sana still, man. I mean, I watched the old movie with her and Denzel. I think it's Out of Time or yeah, something like exactly. that, man. Mm-hmm. Where she was just like possessed in the end, where she was shooting at Denzel, I was like, man, and, and even after like she got shot and stuff, I was like, dang, like you could still like, uh like she could still get it. Yeah. When nah, she, when she nah did, you, know you know who what did it for me for Sanaa was Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar was the movie. I mean, cause you know me like. A female that fine that fuck with hip hop like you know what I'm saying like right, that, right. that 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 just did it for right. me um but yeah I gotta give it to Regina Hall if it was me it'd be Sanaa first, Nia Long second, then I think for me Regina Hall third mm-hmm. and then everybody else can fall by the wayside after that. Damn, hold on, say that again. You said Sanaa, uh-huh, Nia Long, okay, and Neil and Long. Exactly. Hall. okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then everybody else, Gaby, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Regina Hall. Yeah, am I the only one? Because don't get it twisted. Gabrielle Union is fine. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, it's funny. It's like she's fine, but it's like, like if I had to. Right, like, I mean, right. of course, the, just in comparison. It's like she's fine, but it ain't like, damn, like. Right, right. I'm, not, I thought I was the only like it, one. Not like it used to be. and I think It was never the, like that for me, though. It's like the role she plays in these movies, it's like she's always stuck up. But the one movie that did it for me with Gabby was The Drunk with DMX and uh, and Drag On. Yeah, that didn't really do it for me. Um, if I had to say a movie did it for me for Gabby Union, it would be... Um, well, she was stripping for Homeboy in that joint, by the way. Who was, oh, okay, right, 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 It would be um, Top 5, the Chris Rock movie. For who? What? Gabby Union. Gabby? It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would yeah, be yeah. Top okay. 5, the Chris Rock movie. Okay. Or... Um, a one A, it would be thing like a man two. Yeah, she was kind of G in that joint in uh top five.
0: Like,
1: yeah, I'm yeah. She was like attractive. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was cause she that was kind of like that was kind of like different from the roles that she had been playing. Yep. And I don't know. It just it did something to me. It did something for me. Hmm. Yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to D Wade also. Yeah. On that, you, you picked a fine choice. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Just you know. You ain't got to worry about me trying to holler at her. Right, right. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm lying. Yeah. I, if I saw him in real life and thought I had a shot, I'd shoot. So, I saw something very disturbing while I was away on social media. So, there's this is video out. And there's this guy running around New York City. Of course, he's a white dude. He's running around New York City, and he's got these, like, big, this big set of pliers. They're not pliers, but... You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, the wire cutters. Yeah, it's wire cutters? Mm -hmm. Okay, because I I, I got a pair at home. I I just always call it something different. But this dude's got this big set of wire cutters, and he's going around clipping people's selfie sticks while they're trying to take a selfie with the selfie stick. Now, you know, I'm a. I ain't gonna lie, I thought it was funny as shit. I'm not a big fan of the selfie stick, despite the fact that. Me and my wife own two selfie sticks. Well, I'll let you finish. But look, man, this kind of reminds me of those prank videos where white dudes is going to the hood trying to talk to their girl. <laughs> exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, the hood niggas is, you know, trying to beat the white dude up. Bruh. <laughs> look, no matter how much the selfie stick phenomenon is you know, like, not hot for some people, you can't be going around damaging people's property, homie. Like, like go to the hood and do that, even though you're not going to see too many cats in the hood with and, selfie sticks. And, but, and but that's, still, that's exactly where I was still, going. But still, I, you 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 can't clip people's property, man, because you, you run into the wrong nigga, and he going to beat you behind, and it ain't going to be fun no more. I mean, it might be fun. Nigga might be on a mission. Um, well, I agree funny. with you. It's funny for people that's watching the video. Oh, it's they hilarious. Don't get I mean. me wrong. It's a, I mean, the whole the whole, the whole, whole premise as to why he's doing it is hilarious to me. Like, New York is crowded. You in my way. Fuck yourself, you stick. Right. That's hilarious to me. Right, right. Is it morally right? I'm not sure. Absolutely it's not morally right, but it's hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, let me address a few things. Uh, men with selfie sticks is not that hot shit. And let me let me let me say again, even if it's with like your family. Let me just kind of make that sure. clear. No. If it's if it's like your, no. your cousin, if or you, your your grandma, you need so to yeah. give that second selfie stick to your wife. Um, that if I saw you, if I if I was walking, you know, in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. walking on the beach, okay. And I saw you holding a selfie stick with your wife. Okay. And that's fine. It's your wife and that's family and that's cute. I would judge you as being the male that's owning a selfie stick. Men do not need selfie sticks. It's no. Well, first of all, first of all, selfies. And I'm not saying men don't take selfies. That's not what I'm saying. But it's a, um, it's kind of like, Not saying men shouldn't again. Not saying men shouldn't take selfies and don't take selfies because right. I do the shit. Right. You can't. You can't even properly advertise if you sure. can't point a camera in front Absolutely. of your face. Yeah. But But um, there's kind of like it's it's the man way of taking selfies and it's the woman way of taking selfies and the woman's way of taking selfies involves selfie sticks. And the man's way does not. In some ways, the woman with the woman, it does involve selfie sticks. Exactly. What I what I will say to that, though, is I think it's okay if... Because, again, look, I have one, she has one. And if it's me and her, hey, fine, I, I don't care about that. If Baby, you me, hold the selfie stick, and I'll take the picture with if you. If it's me and my, my grandmother or my aunts or, you know, just family, fine. But if I'm with the niggas... We ain't taking no selfies. If I'm with anybody that's a male... We ain't, we ain't taking no selfies. If I'm with anybody that's a male... To be honest, if I'm with anybody... I don't own a selfie stick. I had no intentions on buying it. I had no interest in buying it. It's just... I don't know what it is about a man holding that stick. And I don't know what it is... I can't fuck well, with it's it. Just, well, it's just not popping, and, and, and not that. Well, it's, it's popping for, or it was popping for women at some point. Right, right. I mean, I'm saying for the for the male. I mean, it's just not something you see more than when you see a woman carry a selfie yeah, stick. Yeah, I just can't stamp a man with a selfie and stick. And it's not. I mean, I, 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 you and, know. It, and I'm not trying to be on some Dame Dash type stuff where it's like you 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 want a selfie stick? You're not a man. Like I ain't well, I ain't well, on I ain't on that. Let's well, be clear, ain't nobody on that. But yeah that's 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 a violation that's, let me just say that that's a violation of uh man of man code that's a violation that's a violation yeah shout that's out to Charlemagne and tax season which uh by the way speaking of tax season um you know I'm, I'm kinda new to um tax stone's podcast so I've been listening to some past episodes mm-hmm. um the Nori episode was hot Lo- definitely love that joint um the joint with Joe Button. And man, I gotta give it to the homie Joe Button, cause that dude was just like calm and collective and yo, he got <laughs> under stone skin, yo. Let me like, tell you something about Joe Button. <laughs> <laughs> and um you know, certainly just my opinion. But he did he he definitely did. But um he definitely did to your dodged point. Dodge the Oh, I thought you were saying. No, he definitely got a, he definitely, like, if you listen to it, it seemed like he was outwitting Tax Stone and he got taxed to blackout and whatever, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, Joe Button, uh, cause I, by the way. I, I listen to both of these podcasts on a weekly basis religiously, and, and I gotta I gotta catch up with Joe Budden yeah, podcast I, I, religiously. and Nori's for that matter. Uh, I, I got I was getting ready to the Nori's story, mm-hmm. but uh, religiously, I, 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 I the, like I'm a podcast dude. I listen to podcasts. Right. Like if I'm not listening to music at work, I'm listening to podcasts. Right, right. one way or the other, headphones for eight hours are always in my ears. Um, I wish people would not talk to me during work because I'm listening to either podcasts and music. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with that being said, Joe Button is a, It's like, I don't know the, 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 the word for it, but it's like, the best way I could describe it is that he's so smart to somebody who's a little bit smart, he's stupid. Mm-hmm. That's, like. That, that's a perfect way of putting it. Like, he'll say shit, like, and I feel like, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but. One day he did an interview with Breakfast Club, and um, they asked him about Esther Baxter. Esther Baxter was a woman he, was, I guess he was dating at the time. Right. And, um, Which was the same thing Tackstone was asking him about. Right, right. So, um, and he said, he asked him, um, you know, did you sit on her stomach? Right. And he was like, nah. I sat under her breast. Now, somebody who... You know, didn't know shit about you know, like who just didn't care about what his response was, would have just breezed it, whatever. Right. But I'm like, nigga, under her breast is her, her stomach. stomach. Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. Right. <laughs> Which he yeah. didn't answer in taxstone's podcast. He basically was like, "Yo," just and ask he probably her. didn't add, and he probably did, but and like taxstone said, in that he was like, "Nah, like why would I ask her if I'm asking, I'm asking you? you? Yeah. Like why? Like he got this." Is brilliant in his is brilliant in his execution. Yep. But to somebody who's got a little bit of sense, it's like my nigga, why would I go ask Esther Baxter if you sitting right here? And and more than that, we know what the Baxter gonna say exactly because we've seen her press lawsuits and whatever happened. Pretty much. So yeah. we know what she's gonna say. I'm asking you what happened right. based on From the your report. perspective. Well, based on the reports that have been out. Right. So I mean, but with all that to say, Joe Button is an entertaining fucking podcast. Like. That shit is entertaining. Like, yeah. I listen to that shit. I listened to one I think you had not listened to where he just went off on Drake. In yeah, right, and right, that, right, so. right. Which started that whole that whole exactly, shit. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but, um, but an entertaining podcast. But the Nori podcast, right? Mm-hmm. While we out here stamping podcasts and shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, this past, I don't know if it was the past one because he had one with Bow Wow, which was good, by the way. Okay. Um, But he had one with Combat Jack. And um, Jack Thriller. Combat Jack, uh, if for people who don't know, um, Hip Hop Podcast, Loudspeakers Network. Uh, yep. Reggio Say used to be a lawyer back in the day. He did deals with Dame Dash, mm-hmm. Rockefeller. Right. Like He'd he been in the lawyer yeah. game. Big's locked up, right? No, nah, he he's out now. He's out? Yeah, he's out. Oh, he's right. just recently got out like maybe six months Oh, right. But, um... So... Nori takes credit for, um, you know, kind of he's kind of like the uh, a pass, uh, a hip hop beef, you know, ender. You know what I'm saying? Like he takes credit for having uh, having a sit down with Drake and DMX because you know uh, Drake sampled uh, DMX in a song on his last album. Right. DMX wasn't necessarily feeling it. Nori put them together and right, was like, right. you know, had and DMX had wasn't had feeling true. Drake even from the right. jump. Right. So. Too. So, so that kind of added fuel to, to the fire. So Nori had them come together and talk. And if you listen to DMX's past Breakfast Club interview, he'll mm-hmm. say it, like, "I, I see him in a different light now. We cool, whatever, whatever." Right. Nori takes credit for that. Nori takes credit for Fat Joe and Jay Z not beefing no more because uh, they had some beef that stemmed from way back then. Right. right. And now they on that uh, all the way. Y'all Nori takes credit for that. All right. So Nori was, I guess, Nori was patting himself in the back. Combat Jack had has a beef with or or let's say Dame Dash has a beef with Combat Jack. Hmm. And um so Nori was like in the middle of the podcast, let me call uh what up, Cedric? Let me call um Let me call Dame Dash on the phone and let's see if we can hash the shit out. Right. So Combat Jack and Dame Dash had a nice little interesting conversation. Um cool. So Combat I mean I'm sorry, Jack Thriller had beef with two chains <laughs> for what? <laughs> so I try to keep it a short cause right. we, we really not talking about sports right now. Right. Um, back when riding around, I'm getting it came out, the two chains joint when he was first transitioning from titty boy to, uh, right, two right. chains yep. that joint came out and, um, the Bama, uh, did an interview with this is com, which is Jack thriller shit. So they, he talked about him being, um, Illuminati. Mm. Two chains been Illuminati because uh, he was like dumb old when that when he finally caught on to the right, mainstream, right. and he was like, "Yeah, you had to be new Illuminati, whatever, whatever." And they all they in, in the interview they laughed about it, whatever, whatever. Um, he put out the video, the interview Jack Thriller did, and right. and it said something to the effect of 2 chains is in the, is in the Illuminati." Two chains didn't take to that too well, so okay. um, Two is PR went to Jack Thriller and was like, "Hey, I need you to take that video down." Okay. Um, Jack Thriller was like, you know, it's gaining steam, it's, it's hot, you know, let's just ride the wave. Right. Talked to Two Chains, Two Chains was like, nah, take it off. He was like, cool, took it off. <laughs> then Two Chains, I guess somewhere in that, you know, somewhere close to that conversation, Two Chains went on Breakfast Club and was like, you know, Josh shitting on Jack Thriller. Mm-hmm. Jack Thriller um, got on Vlad TV, was like, you know, Put 20,000, let somebody put, let's put 20,000 up, me and 2 chains. we could fight in a boxing ring. Like, you know, whatever. Then, seeing uh, Jack Thriller was on the red carpet at the BT Hip Hop Awards, seeing 2 chains and was just trolling them on the red carpet trying to get the whole, I guess, trying to get the whole fight shit popping. Okay, okay. Um, I guess, you know, words hadn't been exchanged since. Right. So... Fast forward to now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, he was like, you know, y'all beefing, you know, we need to cut that shit out. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Nori calls two chains on the phone. Mm-hmm. Talks hmm the two chains, nigga was like, you know, I got Jack Thriller over here, he say he say you a punk or some shit he said. Right, right. And uh Two Chains was like, And lemme let, let me let me preface uh, I ain't. have you ever seen Two Chains raise his voice? Nah. Neither of that. No. Like you just don't he, no. like when you listen to him. You don't think he that type of dude. Right, right. This nigga blacked the fuck out. Okay. Like you gotta listen to it. Like he right, right. Nigga, so, this was, so this was on the on podcast? the podcast, live on the podcast. Okay. Nigga, you was a you was a bitch ass nigga. You was a fuck boy ass nigga. <laughs> your mama's a pussy ass nigga. Wow. Anybody in your family that bleed blood, nigga, y'all niggas some pussy ass. Like he went. And wow. like Nori, nigga Nori was like, "Yo, I apologize. <laughs> like I didn't know, I didn't know two chains was going was gonna go in like that. Right, like, right, like, right, You know, like so Nori for the most part is successful at squashing beefs, but well to one his in, count that one to his particular... count he is two for two because the Dame Dash and the Combat Jack shit, okay. they didn't squash it, and then the two chain shit, okay. nigga blacked on combat. I'm blacked on Jack Thriller, and Jack Thriller was fucked up for the whole rest of the episode. Right, right. Like, he was fucked up in his head. So he fifty percent." so yeah, that's, right. that's better than most well, I mean know. well you know whatever so, because I mean, whoever I mean who, I mean, we've never heard of rappers trying to take credit for stopping beefs up until this uh, well, point unless well, you're unless 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 talking about Irv Gotti but he's not a rapper but he's a guy that kind of squashed the whole DMX and job beef mm-hmm. um, you know just uh, a little bit recently maybe a couple years now well so. I mean all I had to say um, yeah like this i I'm a podcast, list. like, I focus, I mean, I focus with podcasts for a number of reasons. One, because I focused with it long before we were doing one. Yep. But more than that, you know, it's like, I listen to it like now, like, how can I take notes and try to make right, my podcast right. better? Yeah, so. I'm, I'm getting more hip to the podcast and all that stuff. And by the way, that Memphis Bleak 1 was a pretty good episode also that uh, Nori did. And no, not Nori, um, Taxi did. Yeah. Um, so I, I still got to subscribe to Nori's podcast. And uh listen, sure Angela Yee's joint too. Um, I love Angela Yee and Steph, Stephanie Santiago. Yo, she's forty years old, homie. Yeah. Angela Yee? Yeah, she's old. Yo. Yeah, she was like like she's as old as like if you can imagine how old Cypher Sounds is, mm-hmm. she's like that old. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, she's amazing. Like, no. Yeah, she's amazing. I, I thought she was like, I don't know, twenty eight. <laughs> nah, she done the game you know? like she was working with Wu Tang. Uh-huh. That's how far she go back. Right, right, right. Yeah. Man, but shout, shout out. out, yeah, cause her join is lit and I love Stephanie Santiago. Um Yeah. Who's that? Her co host? Her co host. Okay. It's like yeah, she's bet. like Spanish or something, and she's is like I like like out of my league bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you ever yeah, just yeah, see yeah. a chick. And, and like just look at it like I ain't I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> like, you ever see a chick there like I ain't fucking like, with you that. You look too good for You're me. You're like I, I can't I don't even know how to look at you right now. Like, right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stephanie Santiago is that kind of bad. But yeah. um That's what's up. Yeah. But, shout out to them. Shout out to them. But yeah, it's definitely a lot of podcasts to um to check out. And while we talking about podcasts, make sure y'all subscribe on iTunes to the Bob Shot Sports Talk Podcast. Um, make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure y'all on com and follow when to get in the chat room, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, what up, Cedric? Yeah, we need more of y'all in the chat room. I know we, you know, coming on a special night, but... Pause. Yeah, we need more of y'all, man. Pause. We need more of y'all in the chat room. So, um, so what's what's, what's the hot topic here, man? I mean, Is it Sam Bradford? Nah, that ain't no hot Cause, topic. Cause, cause, I, mean, I mean, I mean, that's cause, a... Because that kind of came out of left, you know, left field. It definitely came out of left field. You know? It definitely came out of left field, man. I mean... As far as, I mean, what I'll say to it is, I'm not mad at it. Um, Did I think they gave up a lot for it? Yeah. But I think what it speaks to is the fact that we don't know that Teddy Bridgewater is going to play football. That's one. And so what, this year like, or moving forward? Moving forward. Like, I feel like. Well, you know what? They talked about that injury on the practice field. They said if that ambulance hadn't come at the time it did, that. Teddy Bridgewater would have been in much worse condition than yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like, um, for them to give up that much, um, because it would have been one thing, they'll go pick up a, you know, like a Mike Vick or, you know, right, trade right. for something, like even a Mark Sanchez. Oh, well, really? Really? We talked about this last week, uh, a Colin Kaepernick. Right, it, like, that that would have been one thing, but they signed him, they they, they gave up a first and a conditional uh, and third a fourth. Or, and a fourth. And That's a fourth. conditional, I believe. Right, right. Um, um, they gave that up, and it's like, damn, they they feel like they're at a point where they could win a bowl, and they don't have what they need, you know. Right. So it's like, they gave up a Man, well, they gave up a lot. Well, you and I both think that they're not going to make the playoffs based on our predictions from last week. Well, I'll be honest with you, man, with, with Sam Bradford, and not because he's like this super great quarterback. Right, but Sam Bradford, um, for all intents and purposes, never played on a good team. Yeah, the talent around him just never wasn't has been good. And I'm not, or... I'm not about to pretend like the receivers there are good, but they got he got AP and he got a a, a, a defense right that could play ball. Sure, um, as long as he doesn't mess it up. I, I, as long as he don't mess it up, and I might. I'm kind of might go back on that. Like he might, they might make the playoffs. So you had the fal. I think you had the Falcons as I don't a wild remember. card. No, I remember you had the Falcons as a wild card. So if I can you, see them getting the Falcons about it there. I was I was just about to I can say see them getting the Falcons. If anything, about it. you probably pick them to yeah. be the ones to get knocked I can see out. I getting there. the Falcons about it there. I'm still well, just my thoughts on the trade. And again, um, you know, you and I both predicted that they would miss the playoffs here. What this also says to me about getting Sam Bradford is that they better go to the playoffs or they better at least not only get to the playoffs, but they better go, deep at least, the playoffs. go deep in the playoffs. Deep yeah, in At least pass the first round. Cause you, I mean, and, and here's the other thing. Cause Mike Zimmer said something in his uh, press conference about, well, they're splitting reps, Sam Bradford and Sean Hill, they're splitting reps. I'm like, I'm like Zimmer. Don't don't give me that. But don't. they only doing. They might be, but it's probably because Sean Hill's gonna start Week One. Yeah, I, I saw that too, and I'm I'm kind of like, wait. So y'all gave up a first round pick and a fourth round, and you're telling me you're not gonna start this guy? If that's the case, then why not go out and get a Colin Kaepernick like you kind of suggested last week? Well, you don't think that would make sense to not start him Week One? I'm, I I don't know who they play Week One, but the Titans. Oh, shit, I was starting playing the Titans in week one. I thought they might have been playing somebody that was, like, official. So you might want to go with somebody who's been there or whatever. I I, I was starting week one playing the Titans. I get it. Sam Bradford's coming into a brand-new system. Got to get acclimated with the receivers, the offense and all that. But he can beat the Titans. I I mean, no disrespect to the Titans. Just based on what I think about the Titans and their team assembled. They can he could beat the Titans on, like, oh, sure. Yeah. and it's not like and it, it's not like they he's not he's not totally lost. The guy who's um he's familiar with Minnesota system. I forget right. the guy who's there that that worked in Philly, uh-huh. but he's kind of familiar with the system. So it's not, I think it was Pat Shermer. I Shermer, think. yeah, okay, yeah. I was just so he's kind of familiar with what's going on. So it's not like he coming in brand new and the language is totally foreign to him. Right, right. He's in a situation where you know we could draw up a game plan where we limit the quarterback but you know he know to make the he know how to make certain calls and you can right. beat the Tennessee Titans I feel like right 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 yeah I'm just not a component of yeah he up. did find a way to he does continue to find a way to get money by the way Cedric yeah that's definitely true that's that's that. true I'm just not a component of giving up that much for God and then I'm not gonna play him week one. Like, I want that guy out there. And just to kind of compare the two resumes, because let's go back to a week ago where you talked about the Vikings potentially looking at a Colin Kaepernick. When I look at the two resumes of the quarterbacks, Colin Kaepernick took a team to the Super Bowl, took a team to the NFC Championship game a year later. Talent, well, not talent, but, you know, production kind of falling off the wayside a little bit. You look at Sam Bradford, first-round pick, never really had the tools around him or the talents but, around him uh-huh. at the skill positions right. to really kind of excel. Also, very injury-prone quarterback. Yeah. When I look at the two resumes, I look at Colin Kaepernick as having the better resume, one, and number two, his stock is down for reasons regarding sitting down at the National Anthem, you know, Owners, GMs probably don't want to touch Colin Kaepernick like I, I sort of, kind of suggested last week. Uh, if I was the Vikings, I would have made a run at Colin Kaepernick just because he doesn't cost you that much. You're not giving up a first round pick for Colin Kaepernick at this point. I disagree with that. I think um, I think with... With the with the pick. Or, no, I disagree with the fact that they wouldn't give up a first rounder. If they give up a first rounder for Sam Bradford, I think they give up a first rounder for Colin Kaepernick. Mm. I think they would. Yeah. If you're know. just basing it on the whole the whole Yeah, cuz you know, yeah, you you're stuck Look, this, the 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 market on Kaepernick right now is a pretty low one. But not the to say upside, that he's not gettable. The upside in Colin Kaepernick's play on the field is that far, is far beyond that of Sam Bradford. Is there upside though with Colin Kaepernick? Colin Kaepernick been in the league for how long? What four or five years? Four or five years. Yeah, and and I'm just basing on what has he done for us lately, and what we've seen sure. him do lately is not. Not go I agree with that. And I, plus, Kaepernick is not your typical pocket passing quarterback. But you're not going. But I, I, I. But I certainly think that um, with that ability to run. There's a lot that that can be done with that. No, sure. I, um, I, I agree just with that. I, I think throw him in there with Adrian Peterson. Right, like dual threat. There's yeah. things you could do with that. Definitely. Um, definitely, definitely things which things which would, would make me more think, hey, don't give up a first rounder. You might could give up a second rounder because he's. I mean, he's not the same value as Sam Bradford. Yeah, Absolutely, absolutely he's, not. He's definitely not that. But just the. Well, to... I'm looking at college, I mean Sam Bradford's stats, right? And I I ain't go to you know. I, the Bama has one, two, three seasons of, you know, over thirty five hundred yards when, and those are the years that he had an opportunity to play more than, let's say, ten right. games. Right. You know, and I'm with, guessing two of those was with the Rams, and the one was last that year. that one was last year. Right. 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 Um, and when you look at his stats in those years, I mean, uh, quarterback rating in last year, eighty six point four. Um. 82 in 2012 with the Rams, uh, 3,700 passing yards, mm-hmm. 82.6 right, rating, right? That's passer rating, passer rating. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, then, uh, in 2010, 3,500 yards, he had a 70s. Like, mm-hmm. my point is, is that is he a top tier quarterback? Obviously, not, no. but given the system that he got, you know. You know, given the team, he got I'd rather say right, right. I take that. I take that shot, and 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 the reason why I say I take that shot is because the Minnesota Vikings are right now. Sam Bradford is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater, and they feel like, look, we got to get to the postseason. We got to get to. We su- got a. We, we gotta, got a window where we can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we got to do better than what we did last year, which was eleven and five, division title. And we could have won that game if it was not for minus six degrees and a kicker missing a twenty-something yard field goal. I'm, I'm blaming it on Blair Walsh, by the way. I'm not blaming that nothing else but Blair Walsh. But um, um, oh, on the game, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah But yeah, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, and Kaepernick, yeah, would have been a better threat. I, I get that, but again, I don't know. I don't know that San Francisco was real loud trying to get rid of Kaepernick the way they say they are. Well, it it depends on if the Vikings reached out to them. It it well, all it all depends. And the compensation. Do you really think that they didn't reach out to Colin Kaepernick? That they didn't, or the that Viking, they did. that they didn't. You think that they didn't reach out to Colin Kaepernick? I would like to hope that they did. I would like to. I'd because like of, to because, know that. because of the compensation. I mean, I'd like to think that they reached out and Sam Fran said nah. That's what I would like to think. Well, yeah. I mean, it's possible. possible. That's what I would like to think. San Fran got some stuff going on. Yeah, I would like to think. Speaking speaking of which, Colin Kaepernick, with all the media hype about the national anthem and all this stuff, he's got the number one selling jersey in the NFL. And guess what? The NFL, they got to eat it. (laughs) In a, in a good way. What do they gotta eat? In, in, They're in, loving in, it. In, 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 that's what They're I mean. They're loving it. That's what I mean. They gotta eat it in a good way, cause look, I, I love it, man. I, I I love it. I mean, I'm not a big Kaepernick guy, but to see this transpire the way it's been, I I, I love the attention that this is all getting. And you know, by the way, Boomer Esiason's comments about uh, Kaepernick over the week, man. Um, I I. I, I and let me let me just say this about Boomer Sizing. You know, native New Yorker like myself, University of Maryland product. You know, I'm a University of Maryland UC alum, so we got some connection there. Love his show in the morning on the fan in New York. But those comments were just out out of whack. I mean I, I, I mean, you talk about let him ride in a in a police cruiser in the night and see how tough of a job that is. I'm like, well, Boomer Science, and how, how do you know? I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't take a, a simpleton to know that. I mean, being a police officer is a tough job, but I don't think that's any comment to make when you're trying to deter, decipher Colin Kaepernick's decision to sit on the bench during the national anthem. I I, I just don't think that that's a a, a proper comment to do that. Greg, what up? What's good, man? Getting ready for that game tonight, homie. Um, Yeah, Boomer Sonson, I I, I think, was a little bit off with his comments. Let's be clear, man. And, um, I I tweeted Stephen A in hopes that he would respond. I mean, I guess I ain't shit. Yeah, because he responded to what Boomer said, right? Let me be clear, man. I don't know Boomer Sonson, and... You're not about to tell me this nigga don't sound racist as fuck. This nigga sound racist, it sounds racist. as fuck. I'm not accusing him of being a racist. That's it not what sounds, I'm doing. Yeah. But. Agree. I ain't heard nobody say that this motherfucker sound like he a racist. I haven't heard that either. And it's ridiculous to me. Like. I haven't heard it either. You don't say shit like. It. That sound like the most racist shit I had ever heard in my life. And I was just sitting there watching first take. Every time he said something like, call him a racist. Call him a racist. Yeah. Like, you got to call this motherfucker a racist. Right, right. You, I'm, I mean, I'm, you ain't got to call him a racist, but right. you got to accuse some, him. Subliminally. you at, have, at some You point. got to make those... You have to say that those remarks, if I didn't know no better, Boomer and I would think you were racist. Now, I'm not going to say you a racist because I got respect for you. All the shit that he said, I got respect for him right. and all that. And they got the audacity... To be a you know, shitting on Cam Newton for his comments when your ass tap danced on some very blatantly racist shit. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. You... Which was the truth. Cam did kind of oh, tiptoe absolutely. around the comment. But he learned from motherfuckers like Stephen A. And, and 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 again, please don't take this like I don't have respect for Stephen A. Smith and what he means to the game. Right. That's not what I'm saying. But you had a clear opportunity and you could have said, and again, I'm not asking you to say, you know, to jump out and, and, and fuck up your Walt Disney money uh, right. and, and all that, but it's it, it's it's very clear. And maybe Boomer Sasa got some clout that I don't know about behind these, you know, these media doors. I, I, be- I believe he does. I mean, because NFL on CBS. Ain't nobody said that that shit sound racist, and I'm sorry— I don't agree with it, but he got a right to his opinion. Absolutely. But I certainly got a right to my opinion to saying that this nigga sound like he a motherfucking racist. that's boomer size and sound like he a racist in the comments he said. This is what this is one of his quotes. He said, Put on that blue uniform and put the shield on and see what it's like to put your life in harm's way every single day. And then go back to me again get, get back to me when you're making thirty five thousand or forty thousand a year as opposed to the eleven million he's making and which that I I said that last week, Maestro. I don't give a damn about the money that Kaepernick is making. If he wants to make a statement racially in regard to issues surrounding this country, then he can do that. And he's doing it within the confines of the rules of the, not only the NFL, but the confines of the rules of the United States of America. Exactly. He got a problem with the way blacks are being treated. He didn't say nothing. And by the way, He said nothing about white people. He said police. Yep. So which means black people could be just black police could be just as fucked up as white police. Pretty much. He has a problem with the systemic racism or the systemic prejudice that's been uh, projected. And, you know, that's how black people being treated. And And how black people perceive what is going on in this country. I just need motherfuckers that if you going to step out and be on some on some you know righteous black power shit, we fucked up and all that, I'm going to need you to keep it a buck. If you hear some shit, and it ain't got to be beef, it ain't got to be a problem, it's just an opinion. If you hear some shit that sound racist, you should be able to say it sound racist. Yeah. And if that means you got to be suspended for a week, right? then you, then that's the L you might have to take. But let's be clear, yeah. you ain't had no problem taking that L when you were talking about your Rice. Right. So now that you gotta talk about a motherfucking uh, uh, a white man that that's you know that got clout in this motherfucking world, right. oh now all of a sudden you gotta hold your tongue or any of these other issues. And that's see that's the on. and that's the problem. See like and this is why motherfuckers be calling him a coon. I don't, I can't, still, I still can't say out of my mouth. I think Stephen A is a coon. Right. I don't think that. But if a motherfucker never had a reason to say Stephen A was a coon, it'd be shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like my nigga. It's no way you didn't listen to that comment in 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 your home or with your homies or whatever you you know, whoever you heard the comment with or was listening to it with and said that shit don't sound racist. That shit sound like you was a motherfucking racist that was hating on a black man trying to come up. Right. And you didn't take the opportunity to say that and and you know and it because I I regard him as an intelligent dude it's no way that he didn't see it the same way that I saw it or the same way that people are seeing it. That most people perceive. That, that sounded like a racist comment. I'm not asking him to say you are racist, but damn, if it sound racist... Say the comments are racist. You're or not, it you're sound not calling, racist. Yeah, you're not calling it, Boomer a racist. Like, what racist. do you mean? And I get the, the you know, the ESPN CBS tied, You telling me you can't get this nigga number and have a conversation with this nigga? Like, yeah, what do you, you know, mean? You know what's interesting about that? Because Stephen A. said... I wish I worked for CBS what so the that fuck I could. Tra- do and I'm like, no I'm like, I'm like, what? See, C- what ESPN and CBS can't have a conversation? Like y'all, like y'all personalities can't even like get like, like for example, you t- Boomer uh, Boomer Siason is on WFAN. What up, uh, Monica? Yo, Monica, was good. Sorry about your Eagles. Um, <laughs> they fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Boomer Saison is on the fan in New York in the mornings from six to ten. You trying to tell me that they can't get Stephen A. Smith to come on the show? As many celebrities as they get on that show? As, as many top names that they could get in that studio? You, see, you mean to tell me that they can't get Stephen A. I on the even, phone? I'm not even asking that nigga to do it on first take or to do it on some live right. Me, I'm all I'm asking. But for the here, fan, but for the fan, sure. I wanna, I wanna see that but interaction. Let me, but see, let let's keep the buck and see. The problem is, <laughs> the problem is, is that these niggas, like, at the end of the day, what's more important? Like, you telling me if Stephen A got fired from ESPN, you telling me that nigga can't get no money? Oh, he can get money. He can go somewhere else and get some motherfucking no, no, no money. Doubt. Yeah. Like, money. so I'm not asking you to be out this motherfucker And be like. You know, fuck Boomer Sison, you racist right, right, ass right. bitch. I'm not asking yeah, yeah. him to do that. But if you have a conversation where the niggas say some shit and you be like, yo, <laughs> that shit sounded racist. Mm-hmm. You tell me you can't go back on first tape and be like, you know, I got respect for Boomer Sison, for his, you know, where he been, what he, you know, what he's doing now, what he brings to the game of football as a, as a commentator, womp, womp, womp. But... The nigga uh, uh, said some shit that sound racist. You telling me he can't say that? You can't say, I got a problem with, with with where you stand? After I talk to you, I got a problem with... He ain't even got to say on right. live TV, he should, I think he a racist. They should be able to... And I don't know what ESPN got going on, whether they got their people to not talk with people affiliated with CBS sport, Sports and all that stuff. I don't know what they got going on, but... You 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 can't tell me that a, a a possibility of having those two gentlemen have a conversation, whether it be radio or television, you can't tell me that that's not possible. This nigga got this nigga Stephen Aiden got suspended from ESPN for way less, exactly. and now you're talking about the plight of the black man, and you can't you can't just call a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah, word. Up, you man. wonder why niggas call niggas a coon, and I, and again, let me say, I don't think the nigga coon. I I don't got enough data to to back that shit up. Right. right. I don't think the nigga coon. But if you ever wonder why a nigga might call you a coon, is a situation like this, where it's like a nigga size and really say some shit. Right. right. And you're not calling them out. Like you're not really like this nigga. Don't got a fucking right saying what it is. And kind of sugarcoating it a little nigga, bit. Nigga, I'm... Hey, Monica, I'm not going back, nigga. Google that shit, nigga. The nigga said some old bullshit. <laughs> like, but... Hey, I, I, can't, I can't fuck with it, man. I can't fuck with it. So, uh... Y'all listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Myself, Trey Frazier, and Maestro Styles in the house here. So, uh... Mark Sanchez. To the Cowboys. Yep. Um... He's a backup. I, I would, yeah, I, I would yeah. think, he's and they they made it. Up. They've made it very clear he's a backup. Yeah, they made it very clear yeah, yeah, he's a backup. Definitely. Um, we talked about this last week with the Denver situation. Yeah, and him kind of being done as an NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, he's done. And he's done. As far as backups, hey, I think he fits right in. Right in. in terms yeah, of the Cowboys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the nigga. Um, yeah, let's be very clear. He lost his job to a nigga who couldn't, who hasn't taken a, a snap. NFL snap. And then can't even beat out a rookie. You didn't got Jocena Anderson shaving off her goddamn head. Hey, yo, you some Bush. Yo, like, yo, she look like a straight ostrich. And though. then you not know, like I was really upset because Josina Anderson is is attractive, and I, oh, she's one of my top four ladies I at the network. Like, like, yo, why did you like Mark Sanchez? I can't fuck with you, homie. Like, why would you? Why would you not beat out Trevor Simeon? So, has, so the bet was Mark Sanchez, Mark Sanchez was going to be the week gonna, one starter. Wow. Wow. Yo, she's like And he should have been the week one starter. If I'm keeping it all the way above. He should have been. He should have been the week one that's, starter. That's He was the reason I didn't pick Denver to be a top five defense. The niggas, the niggas should have been a week one starter. Um, Trevor Simeon, for all intents and purposes, dinked and dunked his way into a week one spot. Yeah, pretty much. If you, you watch know, his preseason games, the nigga dinked and dunked into a week one spot. But you know what it is, Maestro? It's that it's it's not that Trevor Simeon actually beat him for the spot. It's that Mark Sanchez did not overwhelmingly beat Simeon. But that's a for problem the when it Mark is. Sanchez has been in the league problem. since two thousand and nine. It's definitely a problem. It's a fucking problem. I'm I'm just calling it how I see it. That's a fucking problem. It's definitely a A problem. A nigga that hasn't taken an NFL snap, dinked and dunked in the preseason, and beat a motherfucker that's been in the league for the past five years. It's a problem. Mark Sanchez should have been balling out in preseason, training camp, and OTAs, and he didn't do that. He didn't have to be balling out. He just had to make some deep throws that Trevor Simeon wasn't making, and he could have got the winning spot. Amen. You know. So, um... It is what it is. Trevor, I mean, not Trevor Taylor, I'm sorry, Mark Sanchez. Yeah, fuck you. And I, I, I ain't going to do that. Cool, but, what would Mark Sanchez a, ever do to I, you? Yeah, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> but but you made Jocena Anderson cut her hair, and I can't fuck with you on that shit. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he and, definitely and like, did that. And that's why I was getting ready to say that. But, hey, that yeah. ninja, was good, homie? popping, man? Hey, I, I can't—you done made a fine woman cut off all her hair. It's going to take her a few—it's going to take her about six months to grow her man. hair back so she could put some weave in it man. so she could look good again. I, 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 I don't I, fuck with you, Sanchez. I, I, gotta take I don't her off, fuck with you. I got to take her off Mount, Mount Rushmore, fine ladies at p.m. Because, because of Mark Sanchez. I, Do you understand what's happening here? That, Mark Sanchez done fucked it up for you. She looked like an ostrich with her head cut off, man. That That just, to me, just— Sanchez doesn't know how to ball out, and he never has. well But he had to ball out. All he had to do was beat a motherfucker that ain't never took an NFL snap. He, well well Two motherfuckers that ain't in, never in, beat an NFL snap. In some cases, that's balling out. Like, no, ball, like, no, 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 beat, like, no, no, no. Beat your, beat your, uh, beat your competition. Nigga, nigga. Beat your competition. That's not ball, you, you ain't had to ball out to beat your competition is what I'm saying. But well, obviously he had to. Since no, he didn't. didn't. He it just didn't had come. to beat his competition. Uh, that ninja barbershop, y'all ended the show last week arguing with each other. That uh, was classic. Yeah, man. this this bitch ass nigga, because I was getting this shit about the bum ass Ravens. This nigga knocked over the laptop. Well, and, I'm, and uh, ended well, the show. Then okay, the nigga okay. tried to come back on the air, and, and thank God for niggas like Grego and, and motherfuckers that just didn't entertain the bullshit. Man, well, actually, I appreciate. They, 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 well, they came back in the chat and room, he got the fuck so off the chat room. They came back in the chat. a matter of so. fact, Trey's wife. Uh, uh, DM'd me and was like, thank you for sending this nigga home. Because this nigga oh, would have fucking it. argued with me. That is a to lie. Fucking... Nigga, is... I would show you the shit, nigga. That is, that is a lie. She, fucking, she was like, thank you. Because like, this nigga, real live, lie. wouldn't have came home arguing with me about how that, to rave some shit. That is a lie. That is a straight up lie, y'all. Don't, don't, r- don't, don't, don't believe that. Don't believe that. Yeah, like, don't, come on, man. Don't make me put that don't, shit don't on take, the don't ground, Don't man. take me, don't take me back. Don't make there. me put that shit on don't, don't, don't take me back the last All right, week. Now. All right, we ain't gonna go back the next you know what I'm week, saying? man. Like, but, I'm, but I'm, I am mean, I'm If we're upset. talking about the Ravens, you got the Ravens, the Ravens moves, and I'm trying to understand what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, um, well, were you aware that they cut Justin Forsett? Yeah. For, like, a brief moment? Yeah, for just, a brief, right. Just so. to, just to create some, I guess, roster space? Right, and then they picked him back up. Yeah, I, I, I. I don't love the Devin Hester pickup. Um, he's a Hall of Famer, punt returner, kick returner, but I, I just don't see why they can't put a young boy back there to run kickbacks and punt returns. I mean, y'all, y'all seem to have a motherfucking thing for old motherfuckers. That, that's what it seems to me. Well, and if that's the case, then they, they got to do something with their scouts. And let me let me just say let me just say one more thing. I, I ain't trying to get into no shout and match, uh, none of that stuff. <laughs> if the Ravens have a bad see, if they have a bad season again when, with all their when? with all their starters healthy, because remember they twenty one guys on IR last niggas year. get injured every day. B twenty one. Niggas, 20, get, niggas get injured every day, b 21 go ahead man go ahead man come go on man don't point, come man. on don't 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 start yo don't start with me yo i'm about to be like i'm about to be, <laughs> like, about to be like will smith <laughs> on bad boys Two, yo like don't don't mess with me man but look um if they if if they have another bad season then some heads got to roll in that front office I, I i i gotta hear what you think about that you think you think ozzy's got to I mean, we talked Gotta about this. Fo- we talked about this fire. shit. Um, you know, like late regular season last year, where we talked about um, you know their approach to drafting. Yep. Um, and certainly, their approach to picking up people, because like even though Elmas Dumaville has ball, um, man, yo, that dude is on his way out the door, man. You you, yeah. you know what he did? Nah. Yo, he basically told the media like, yo, I'm not playing. I'm like, what you mean? Like, like he, like he's he's on the inactive list for week one against Buffalo. But uh. but the mistake he made was he went out and told the media that yo, I'm I'm like I'm not playing. I'm like, like why is he not playing though? Like uh, injury, uh, some some kind of injury or whatever. But he felt like he could play. But he felt like, uh, well, I don't know if he feels like he could play. Um, I mean, for I, him to say I'm not playing. I, as a matter of fact, I've heard somebody on the radio this morning say he thinks he's the next Eugene Monroe in a, in a sense that Eugene Monroe just was collecting a paycheck and really didn't want to play football. He thinks that Elvis Elvis Dumaville might be on the way to being that. And look, it, yeah, man, he's old, what y'all. Do man. He's old, I, but you ain't gonna say you ain't about to sit here and act like he wasn't doing this thing. No, he was. He's doing oh, his all thing. Right. So but he's y'all, still So you So y'all need that nigga. right now. No, but right that's now. the truth. The so truth y- is, he's old. Bill, but y'all need old. that nigga right now. No, 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 no doubt about it. Oh, I De- definitely, right. definitely need him. All Defe- right, need, need, everybody, need, need everybody. So. All right, well, all right, well, go ahead with that. Um, Tim Tebow, <laughs> Mister Tebow. <laughs>
0: Playing um, baseball,
1: that nigga about to be in the minors hey, for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, you you you, you kind of called that incorrectly because we well we both said that nobody was gonna even take a sniff to sign him, and the Braves showed interest. And let me just tell you, no what no, I mean. no no, br- yeah, like he's ta- like he's basically signed. No, the, the Mets, the Mets. uh Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, at, yeah. first, at first, a couple of days ago, the Braves was interested in signing him. Yeah. I think their, you know, their double-A, AA, triple-A team was going to sign him, and then the Mets swooped in and kind of had their press conference and said, hey, he's going to play baseball for the, you know, minor league team and blah, blah, blah. Here's what I think about this. The, the Atlanta Braves can say as much as they want that it's all about a baseball decision. When y'all know damn well... Y'all got yeah, that new stadium did. opening up in Cobb County where 10 of y'all's fans are going to show up for the games and y'all trying to get some butts in the seats. It ain't no way y'all making a baseball decision to sign Tim Tebow. It, it, it's just no way that that's happening, man. Um, the New York Mets, um, again, you're in the biggest market, sports market in the country. It's a good way to market your team, of course, to get butts in the seats. Right. And the Mets are in a pennant race right now, which looked like they were done a few weeks ago. Now they're kind of back in it. So, uh, so look, don't, don't give me this garbage about it's all about baseball. Y'all are trying to market the mess out of Tim Tebow, and y'all trying to cater to the fans. So and, the and, New and York get, Mets get them. And get this. Uh-huh. Um, one of the Mets' uh, AAA affiliates is in Florida, where Tim Tebow is known around those parts of Florida. So, mm-hmm. why isn't it about marketing? You know, you know what I mean. Well, here's the thing. Um, I don't. I don't know exactly what he looked like as far as. Uh, you know his tryouts or whatever i know skip bayless groupie ass, was out there with uh he was out there he was at the tryout with oh, uh God. with um uh molly <laughs> karim too and shit um are you serious yeah molly karim too and skip bayless was at the tryouts um i didn't watch how they wow. uh, what they thought Yo. about and by the way uh molly karim Two is jason taylor's sister Really? Yeah. Okay. Joy Taylor. That's Joy. Me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Molly Caram, too. Okay. Um, <laughs> Molly Caram, too. <laughs> she looked. I'm sorry, bro. And I don't mean no disrespect. That motherfucker. Hey, Fox Sports. <laughs> that yo. motherfucker. Y'all, y'all really slick over there. But you there. know what's funny is because you know the Bama Jamie H- 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 Horowitz. Horowitz. Used to be the Used to the be head ESPN, boy, yeah, ESPN. And now this motherfucker trying to imitate first take on Fox Sports. In the same time slot. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they're like 9.30 to... Oh, uh, are they? Then, okay. So they're, they're on two hours and a half as opposed to two hours. Oh, okay. But they so, start at 9.30 through 12. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. so they trying to get a heads up on that. Yeah. That, they're, they're, that, that, that I was going great call her a bitch. and I don't want to do that. She's definitely Motty Kerr too, you know. Like, wow. She was yeah. yeah she I, was, I saw her face. She and I'm looks like, just like Molly she Kerm Yeah, like Molly. Yo, like they really you can't. To yeah, like create a replica. Of it's Molly. almost. I feel like Skip. was like nah. I need somebody that look like Molly, nigga. Like I need somebody to like Molly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, I'm gonna do the show, but you gotta get somebody. You gotta to look get like somebody Molly. Look like Molly, nigga. You paying me five point five mil? I need somebody to like Molly, nigga. <laughs> yeah, word up. Nah, man. but um, she um, they was they was they was there. Like, oh, this nigga. He, he he liked that. You know like Right, right, right. So I mean so question Does he actually get a chance to play for the New York Mets, in your opinion? Cause we just we said that he wasn't even gonna get a look, a real look, and yeah. now here he is about to be playing for a D League team. Yeah, definitely. Um Well, let's see. They're in a pennant race. They're legitimately now they're in a pennant race. They're I think they're tied for the second wild card. Oh, I don't think they get. I don't think he get no burn this year. No, no, I can't see that. This year, no. Yeah, I can't and, see that. And look, the the Mets have done some stupid things in the past. Yeah, I mean, in terms of their front office, so it wouldn't surprise me in that regard if they just somehow said, "Hey, let's put Tim Tebow out in the outfield and." Put him in there for a playoff game or a yeah. series. series. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me right. with Mets management. But I'm just going to say, just to give them the benefit of the doubt, that they're going to wait till next year to find some spot for him. Because I, I can't see him playing an outfield position. I could see him – really, I could see him as a DH. And you know why? Because –
0: He's he like, old as hell. He, he went, yeah. He's and that's, old, and that's where they put yeah. he's old ass motherfucker baseball player. One
1: and two, he's talked about. I love to swing the bat. You you've never heard him say I I want I love to play baseball. You've heard him say I love to swing the bat. Well, so <laughs> let's be clear. I'm you're like, not playing no position in the outfield. You're not even playing first base. This motherfucker, like this motherfucker, and I can't hate on him, I can't hate on Tebow because mm. if you. If you that motherfucking athletic where you could not put no work in and still get a look, mm. hey. But don't you think he's kind of selfish in the sense that when he was in the NFL, I saw him as a tight end. I mean, many people saw him. Playing you didn't see him as a tight end coming out. You didn't see him as a tight end not coming, coming, coming out, of out. college. Oh, not, co- right, not not coming right. out. Yeah, but, but I when, when but when he that. got into the league and he got through training camp and they realized his accuracy is just off. People talked about him maybe potentially playing a tight end position. Do I think he could be a tight end? Sure, but um, I'm not I'm preferably f- a blocking tight end because he does not have the speed to. Well, how many motherfuckers? In, how many tight ends really got speed? Well I, I mean, mean think about it. Well yeah I mean but his, his speed doesn't start until he starts to get it going. No, it don't. His speed don't never get started. The fact is that he run over motherfuckers. Don't, motherfuckers don't want to tackle him. Well, that's why I say he could be a blocking. So it tight ain't but no well, well, no, he should be a receiving tight end in, 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 in the in in the vein, or at least try to get him in the vein of a Gronk, right. because motherfuckers don't want to tackle him. So all he got to do is catch it. Well, all sure. you got to do is run the route and catch it, and he gonna be a problem. So are you so- trying to say that Gronk and Tebow have the same speed? I don't know, and I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm certainly not about to be like Gronkowski. I mean, oh, Tebow is fucking with Gronkowski. And That's that, not and what that I'm close saying. close to the same age. I mean, Gronk all is saying, maybe two years younger. All I'm saying is is that if Tebow, Tebow running the ball is a problem, so all he got to do is learn how to catch. Right. Just draw a play. Right. Like, let's say he played for the Patriots, who obviously know what to do with tight ends. Right. You ain't gotta have him running Gronkowski routes. Have him running the little little screen routes and l- little bubble screen shits. All you gotta do is get him the ball in space, and he running over motherfuckers, and motherfuckers don't want to tackle him. Yeah. So he could point. play tight end, but the problem is, is that uh, he want to be a quarterback. And with all that being said, and and trust me, he's some shit at quarterback. If you talking no about question. drop back throwing the ball, mm-hmm. he's some shit at oh, quarterback. No question. No question but but if you're talking about winning games at quarterback, the motherfucker done won games at quarterback. That. He does that. And, yes. and, you know, I'm not saying, again, he can't play for Pittsburgh because the defense is not going to give him no opportunity to win a game. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if you play at Pittsburgh – we gonna uh, be down twenty nine nothing, and he and they, he not they, going and he, gonna he, not, scoring tw- he yeah. not scoring, he not scoring twenty nine points. Yeah. But if he play yeah. for Denver, if he played for Carolina, like right. obviously you know if the Cam Newton Minnesota, situation, Minnesota to a degree. He, yeah, right. If he played with somebody that could play defense, right, and keep him in a game where all he gotta do was score. You know, 10, 13 points to win the game. Yep. He could do that. Yeah. He could do he that. Could, he could win games. He, can he definitely, could do that. He, he could spark the team, man. I mean, he can so, get in the crowd and do what his thing. So. And he, and, you know, and just with that intangible, he's better than some quarterbacks in the league who are better passers than him, mm-hmm. but niggas ain't winning games. they not winning games. So, yeah. um,. I think he should have stuck to his, maybe tried to stick to his guns. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know exactly why he didn't stay with the Eagles. I don't know. Right. Or the Patriots. I don't I don't necessarily know. And specifically the Patriots, because it's not like we ever felt like he was going to really get some burn with the Patriots. I mean, God forbid something I happened to I kind of felt Brady. like he had a shot. Not to play quarterback, but... If Bill Belichick found a position for him on the roster, I kind of felt like... That might have been why he cut him, because I could see Bill Belichick saying, hey, I need you to play tight end, and he'd be like, no, I want to play quarterback. Right. I could see that. I I think Bill would have gave him a shot if that circumstance would have took place. I I really feel that way. But, um... You got something else on? No, I was just going to say, shout out to Tebow. I mean, if a motherfucker keep requesting your services, even at this small level, my nigga, shit, get that money. Yeah, but if I'm... Players who've played baseball for many many years I'm and pissed. put the yeah and put I'm the pissed. grind in. I'm pissed. I'm ticked off. Yeah. yeah, you gotta eat it though. Yeah, you, you gotta eat it. Step your game up, nigga. Yeah, Don't be mad, Tebow, because niggas I, fucking with him. I, I I shout out to Max Kellerman. I, I, I love what he said to Stephen A. to kind of put him on blast a little bit. He, he basically said, well, "Oh, look at the, the General uh, Hospital." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Max Kellerman, that was clever. Definitely clever of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Daryl Green, uh, former great Washington Redskin. Uh He had some... Great, nigga. Yeah, uh, great. I mean, the great, best cornerback in Washington, easily. Yeah, ASAP. Um, had some words to say about RG3 in the news uh, regarding his moral stance and his, you know, marriage situation, living situation, and all that stuff. Um, look, this is, this is my feeling on this. And the, the first thing that popped into my head was, look, Daryl Green forever Redskins alumni forever Hall of Famer um, forever will be in the Redskins community um, the Redskins should be done with RG3 RG3 is with the Cleveland freaking Browns right now trying to start a game in the NFL for the Cleveland Browns if, if you're anybody in the Redskins uh, fraternity I mean whether it's front office uh, roster alumni whatever and and look, all due respect to Dal Green because I think Dal Green is yeah. I mean, outside the of, of the standard, outside of Deion Sanders, and I'm really sitting here thinking about it. Outside of Deion Sanders in the '90s, who fucking with Dal Green? Yeah, you, you know, quarterback. Much respect yeah. to the legend. Yeah, much respect. But bruh, it, lay lay off Rg three, y'all. Any anybody that's in the Redskins fraternity right now, lay off the man. He went through a divorce. He's got another girl. So what? He's got the tattoo with the a new chick. the tattooed on him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, oh, in the, love let, ass, let, nigga. <laughs> let, the man, let the man live. You know what I'm saying? He trying to get out of y'all spotlight. He's in Cleveland. Let him do his thing, man. Y'all still trying to hang on to bits and pieces of RG3, y'all. Like, like, cut it out. Hey, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Daryl Green, again, I, I respect you. You know, like I said, outside of Deion Sanders, man, in the '90s, he, he, I mean, for my money, best cornerback outside of Deion Sanders. Um, with that being said, um, I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, the Bama just really said his opinion. he don't appreciate what he did to his wife. But I mean, what did the nigga really do to his wife? I, am I missing something in the story? What did he really do to his wife? His ex-wife, let me say. What did he really do? No, I mean, he divorced her. Like, the, what the fuck? Yeah, the, I mean, you can't divorce her. You can't divorce her. I mean, I'm I'm I am a high proponent of divorce. So if it's time, if it's time to go, it's time to go. Right, right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You can't divorce a motherfucker. Yeah, I, well, they've been separated, but still. still I mean, even hey, if, whether they separated, divorced, whatever, it's like okay, that's his life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, I mean, but like you said, he don't appreciate his stance. I mean, I mean, and that's do, your. Do you I, think that has, I'm trying to understand why he's jacked up? And you, that's not good. And that's Daryl Green's quote. Do you think that it has something to do with the way RG three came into the league? Like he was the savior for DC. And that's what I'm he thinking. Because at the end of the quote, the Bama says, "I'm a." Well, I don't, I don't even know if this is the quote. I, I'm thinking this maybe this is not the quote. But I'm a Redskins fan, and I still can't quit RG three. I wonder what that means. Well, I guess what it means is that niggas is still fucked up. That RG three didn't work out in Washington. Mm, good point. Maybe that's why they're hanging on the bits and pieces. Yeah, that. like it's like my niggas. he's in Cleveland. Like he's not in Washington right now. I don't. I don't understand what the issue is. Yeah, I, I don't understand what the issue is. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was about Kirk Cousins. You like that? Yeah, like, you know what I'm I thought it was Kirk Cousins. I mean, I Kirk Cousins was about is that. about to, you know, win y'all the division. That's what they Josh yeah, 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 Norman. Yeah, you know what, what I'm saying? D'Angelo saying, Hall, old self. You know yeah. what I'm saying? RG3 about to shit on the Cleveland Browns, by the way. I mean, on the Eagles, by the way. rg three is about to shit all over the Eagles. Yo, uh, we gonna get to our picks in a little in a little while toward the end of the show. But, uh, yeah, ASAP. Yeah, um, Yeah, man, I just don't. I don't. I don't really get what what the what the issue is. I mean, what the real issue is. I feel like it's got to be a real issue for Derek Green to say that. Um, you know, and Derek Green just got the spot at uh, George Mason as the athletic director. Right. We just talked um, about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I mean, obviously, I feel like that's the reason why he maybe got this interview. Right. But right. Um, I don't really understand what what. What this is, I, yeah. don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, how are you mad at this nigga? I'll, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll split the blame a little bit between Redskins alumni and media, because I, I think media kind of plays a part in this as well. I mean, he was asked the question. And it was by a media member, so I, I mean, I still, yeah, I mean, but he could have, he could have easily he could have Cam Newton, no doubt, and, and not answers sure, the question, sure, no doubt. No so, doubt. yeah, no, nah, I'm not rocking with that. Like um, Daryl Green been in the game for a long ass mm-hmm. time; he know how to shake and move. And and for those that are unfamiliar with Daryl Green's morals and his standards, Daryl Green is a very uh, outspoken religious individual. So I, I think maybe his feelings for R G three kinda cultivated his conversation about R G three in terms of you know what he stands for in his religion versus what he sees with RG 3s lifestyle. So I, I think part of that was the reason why this all kinda uh came out in the first place. But to me, leave a man alone. I mean at the end of the day, um he got a new jump. Um he good. <laughs> leave the man alone, man. Yeah, man. Let him, let him play football for Cleveland, man. If he's if he slumming in Cleveland because Shoddy ain't doing what she do to make him play good football, then, then come for her. Yeah. But leave that man alone. I am looking forward to Browns versus Redskins, though. I do think that's a good Oh, yeah, absolutely. Matchup, absolutely. Absolutely. For, for sure. So, um, anything you took out of uh, week one in the college football land? I mean... I man, at the end of the day, uh, Alabama's Alabama. Oh yeah, man. I mean, Alabama's fucking Alabama, man. Tied, man. Yeah, like, like, like I don't even want to talk about them because of the opponent they played. Yeah, but man. Yeah, Alabama's Alabama, man. I, what I don't they know. Do. I don't. There's nothing else you could really say about that. I mean, outside of that, um, who the team that beat Ole Miss the other day? Came back from Ole Miss, uh, Florida State, Florida State. Yes, um, yes. I mean, they turned up. I mean, I, oh, definitely. That nothing, was that was an interesting game. I I'm mean, waiting. That, I'm waiting for what Clemson is going to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. And I'm not super college football dude. I'm right. waiting for what Clemson going to do. Now, was that due to the loss in the title game? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson is that dude. Right, like, right. he's that dude. Um, so I want to see what he going to do. Um, outside of that, I mean, I mean, we could talk about you know the down like how USC is continuing to be some shit. They slumming, man. Yeah, um, we could talk about. um, No say, matter how many people always talk about they recruiting every year, and they recruit well. That's, yeah, they recruit well. Yeah, but I mean, if you ain't winning games, what the it, fuck is it yeah? Made? It never comes. What together? does it mean? Right. So I mean, I right, cool. Um Texas I like I'm not is I'm worried about as, as it stands right now. That was a now, thriller though. As, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That was a thriller. As it stands right now, I'm worried about two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh Alabama mm-hmm. because it seems, I mean, for anything for what I've seen, ain't nobody fucking with them. Right. And then the only people that I feel like might be fucking with them is is Clemson. Right. Right. Nobody nobody in the Big Ten? I mean, Ohio State's always going to be there. I mean, there. like, just just real in my mind, realistically, is Clemson. Yeah. I, uh, Clemson is a good pick, though, but uh, Ohio, Ohio State is going to be right there, too. Yeah, and I get it, but it's Clemson for me. For my money, it's Clemson. Yeah. I, I got to shout out Lamar Jackson, quarterback for the Louisville Cardinals, man. This dude had eight touchdowns total in the first half. Of a game against Charlotte, I think a low, you know, Division Two yeah. team. Man, see, I, see. That's why I'm, that's my criticism of college football, and why I don't really, I ain't really super into it, because it's so many teams that just can get crushed like that. Yeah, because the talent ain't there. Right, right. right so I mean, yeah, the recruiting is just apples and oranges. It's, it's like it's just like it's like me trying to. It's like. It's like, I could make that team. Right. I can make that team. And that don't make me a good football player. It just means that the the, the talent pool ain't that big. So I fucking make that team, and we get dogged in the first half by eight touchdowns. Like, all right, what do that mean, really? So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just too many it's too many people playing right, right. for me to really fuck with it. Because if you could, like, it'd be one thing if shit-ass team, or it, if it was a a shit ass college football league, an intermediate football, a college football league, and then the the you know the top tiers, yep. and everybody played each other in that sense. Right, that would make more sense to me. But a motherfucker that scored eight touchdowns on another motherfucker in one half, mm-hmm. nigga, you shouldn't be playing that team. Period. Yeah. yeah, for real. And just I, just out of your league. You just shouldn't be that playing point. that team. And and I like I'm sorry, you shouldn't be playing that team. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the LSU Wisconsin game from uh, from the first weekend. And I mean that was a defensive battle in itself. But man, I, I, I gotta say, man, um, well number one, um, first game at Lambeau Field, first college game at Lambeau Field by the way, and uh your boy Les Miles was, you know, trying to let his let his dudes know you ain't doing no Lambeau leaps in the stadium, which I, I kinda I kinda disagree with. I know it's the rule. I know he wants to set the rule the standard. But I'm like, yo What standard are you really setting now? Huh? What standard are you really setting? That we. I'm in play. control, and you, not? Either that, or we gonna play a certain way. We gonna be. We gonna play with class, or something like that. Now, now again, I disagree. disagree. I get you. I disagree. I I would let the kids do the Lambo leap. It's Lambo field. What did you prove? What What did you prove? You telling me I can't celebrate because I score? And that's what I think about. It's like yo, like it's 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 not that it's. To me, it's not that simple. UNC Charlotte has been back playing football for four years. Well, weeks. they damn sure should have been playing Louisville. They should not have been playing Louisville. They need to play some UNC Winston-Salem or some shit. They, they damn sure should have been playing fucking Louisville. in the first half. Man. My nigga. Like, yeah, I appreciate that that uh, bit of information, Cedric, but it's no way that they should have been fucking playing. What's that, 56 points in the first half? No. Is that? Yeah. 50, that's, 56, 50, that's 56 six. points in the in first the, half. Yeah. Yeah. That is, man. They need to be playing somebody else, nigga. Yeah, Charlotte need to be playing, like, Buffalo or Play somebody Howard, like nigga. that. Play Howard, nigga. Yeah, 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 Howard. Yeah, like, yeah, or Howard or, or, we shit on y'all niggas. You know. <laughs> but, uh yeah, getting back to this LSU-Wisconsin game, Um aside from the Lambeau Leaf stuff, which I thought was pretty bogus, um Wisconsin gets the interception in the end, and – uh the kid Dakota Dixon gets the interception and kind of does a little bit of celebratory thing at first. I, I didn't think he was down at first. I, I I thought he was, you know, celebrating going down the field. And then uh, your boy, Josh Boutte just lays the vicious hit on him mm. and uh, come to find out they had blown the play dead before the hit. And look, I, I just got to say something about LSU and, you know, I, 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 I I think Les Miles has done a great job with that program for the duration that he's been there. I mean, they've won games in ways and fashions that they had no business winning. I mean, I would call LSU like a lucky team, you know, year in, year out. Because there's always two, three games that they play during those years that they just got no business winning. And I thought this was another game that kind of depicted a game where they was going to get lucky. They got the pick six in the first half, and we thought, okay, this is kind of a field goal game, third quarter, fourth quarter. And, you know, next thing you know, you know, Wisconsin gets the field goal. They get the interception, game over, and this guy lays a vicious hit. He's suspended for the next game, by the way. So, you know. Shout-out to the NCAA for, you know, handling that situation because you you got to be a better man than that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You know, you, you lost the game, you know, you lost the game. Right. It is what it is. Right. You know, you move on. Um, with that loss, though, that's going to hurt them, you know, yeah. down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, Wisconsin wasn't ranked, were they? they I don't think they were. Okay. I don't think they were. Yeah, bad, bad loss on, on their part. So, um, shout-out to all the – athletes that got kids or relatives playing college football, man. So I just learned Tory Hunter, you know, former major league baseball player. His son Tory Hunter Jr. is playing for Notre Dame as a wide receiver. He caught a touchdown in that loss to um, Texas. Texas, yeah. Over the weekend. So shout out to him. I think he also got hurt in that game too. They had to take him in the back mm. um, the rest of the game. And then uh the Watt brothers. Got a guy named T.J. Watt that plays for Wisconsin. Shout out to the Watt brothers. And I think J.J. Um, J. Watt's other brother, Derek Watt, got drafted in the NFL. I don't know what team he got drafted to. I'm not even sure he made a roster for that matter. So I, I got to look that up and see what that's about. So Yeah, um, I mean, shit. I mean, if that shit can get you a check. I mean, who am I to hate on a nigga? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying shit. Uh, the right. Gronkowski brothers is getting shakes off the strength for Rod Gronkowski. Yeah, that's true. And they and I think they all live in the same. Glenn house Gronkowski um, is a Bama that's playing fullback. It's four of them, I think. Right? I, yeah, it's like four of them. Yeah. So I mean, shit. Yeah, get that motherfucking money, man. I ain't I ain't finna hate on you, but uh, yeah. I mean, shit. That and look, if I get into the motherfucking industry like I want to, nigga. All oh, my like. Yeah, use my name. Right. They ain't saying I'm not necessarily going to help you, but <laughs> shit, use <laughs> right, my motherfucking right, right, name right. get it popping, nigga. I ain't, yeah, man. I ain't no motherfucking hater. Yeah, man. That's... Just don't let that shit get back to me. Yeah, word up. Word up, man. Hey, question for you, man. Mm-hmm. So as uh, season starts, we're going to do our picks in a minute. Um, Which quarterback you think is under pressure to win a Super Bowl this year? Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Under pressure, under pressure, nigga. Ben Roethlisberger. What's the what's the what's the pressure? Like, y'all motherfuckers keep trying to act like Ben and not a the top three. I, I, don't, I don't. What know. right right now or years ago? Right now, years ago. Because I think because I think people are putting them in the top three this year. I think motherfuckers is saying like I heard a motherfucker say today that uh, Drew Brees is better than Ben and I'm not even saying that's not a good argument. Right, right, but. I mean, statistically, sure, mm-hmm. but intangibles. Nah, nah. Yeah, there's um, there's production. There's stats, I got motherfuckers and then saying Cam Newton is a better quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger. Nah, like, like I disrespected my man's not. Yeah, it's still his nation. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, yo, I mean, are you really playing right now? Like, nah, this nigga's a top three dog. Is yeah, Aaron but, but, Rodgers? But what, what pressure does he like? From the, what, from people saying he's not top three? Yeah, yeah. This nigga need to let niggas know who the fuck he is, man. This nigga's a top three, man. It's Aaron Rodgers, I, I it's he's Tom Brady, and it's Ben Roethlisberger. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, in that order. But he's done that, though. I, I, I don't know what pressure, I mean, the guy's got two rings. He's been to three Super Bowls. Um, he's broken a lot of offensive records as a quarterback for the franchise. All right, now let me give you my real let me give you my real answer though. Cause, but cause I just I just needed a, a situation to put Ben Ryesberg in it. What to talk about Pittsburgh. Yeah, you really? know what I'm saying. That's, That's really what I'm I'm gonna is. keep it a hundred. I'm a real nigga. Um For real. I mean, to win a Super Bowl, yeah. If I had to really think about it. Shit, you go first because I I I had to really think I really think about that. Like, who's under pressure to win a Super Bowl this year? Right, right. I mean, the only person I could really obviously think about is Cam Newton. That's a good choice. Nah, that's a pretty good choice. Um, well, what I would what I would what I would say to your Cam Newton point is what happened last year. That's it. That's not the, not yeah. not diving for that football. Right. I, I would definitely. That's it. I I, I would definitely say he. I don't under know pressure. those question marks are that ninja. I don't. I, don't uh, know what I you're think I think he's trying to wonder what I was wondering with that Ben Roethlisberger oh, under oh, pressure oh, to win a Super oh, Bowl. All right, all right. Let me know if I'm right about that, Ninja. I was just talking shit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I got two guys in, in mind. I will give you the first guy, um, Philip Rivers, and. Look, I mean, you can make the case that the Chargers team around him is I think that ship that has great. sailed, my nigga. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, well, with the Chargers, I think it's sailed. With Philip Rivers. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, here's why I think there's some pressure with him. He's drafted in the same class. draft class as Ben Roethlisberger, two Super Bowl rings, Eli Manning, two Super Bowl rings, and he's basically the third guy – on the wheel that's got no hardware because look when you think about the 2004 draft in terms of quarterbacks who you think about you think about those three guys yeah, right obviously so look ben got his two eli got his two a and rivers has played on some great Chargers teams particularly in the played, beginning and he's played to the caliber i mean to the caliber of those two quarterbacks I oh mean yes. certainly i mean I, I don't think he was better than ben roethlisberger but I think he's a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Oh, sure. Nah, yeah. I, I, I could get that part. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, early on in those Chargers years when LT was still running the football for them, yeah, they had some talented teams back in the day. I mean, you had Sean Phillips. You had lights out Merriman on defense. Uh, Shout out to the dope fiend and out Merlin. Yeah, you had Lorenzo Neal as the fullback. I mean, they. I mean, those Charger teams. Even were Darren Sproles was there. Darren yes, yeah. Sproles was there. Eric Weddle you know playing safety for them i mean they had some talent on those teams and then they you know they just started losing piece by piece and then you know anytime you pay the quarterback uh you're going to take hits elsewhere on the roster and you know the Chargers is definitely a team that's a victim of that but time is running out for philip rivers i mean definitely <laughs> and, nigga, and and, and nigga, and, it's <coughs> over. It's and, a wrap. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say for Philip Rivers. I'll say for the Chargers, the time is running out. Philip Rivers ain't going nowhere though. Well, well, we we don't know. Sure, we we don't know. Sure, we don't know. But uh, I can see him retiring as a Charger for sure. I, I can definitely see that. Um, his his my other my other quarterback. Um, Joe Flacco. I, that's what I was gonna say. But... Um, Joe Flacco. Um. <sighs> I have a group of quarterbacks that I like to put in a box that if you win a Super Bowl, you ain't got to win a second one to prove that you elite, that you one of the top five quarterbacks. You know, that for me, that's Brady, Rogers, Breeze. To me, they don't got to win a second one. To, well, Who Brady's just, bro. Brady's got. I his I mean, obviously, four. he won more. Brady's but got his four. You saying that if Drew? I mean, I'm sorry. You saying that if Tom Brady had only won that one, one, had only won one ring, say in 2003, he would be solidified? Uh, well, if you're talking Brady, no. Right. He so, had to. He had to win he the had third to, and the fourth one to so be I solidified. So I would necessarily put him in that conversation. But I, but, yeah. Okay. You got me there. I'm talking about Rogers and Breeze I think those are two guys that if they didn't if they didn't win another Super Bowl, they solid. They solid. All right, I can agree with that. I look at guys like a Russell Wilson, I look at a Eli Manning, a Ben Roethlisberger early on in their careers. Yeah, and I and I give Ben and I'll I'll use this example with Ben and Eli. Okay, when they won their first Super Bowls, particularly Ben, because niggas was like he can't do it again. yeah, Yeah, they was like either you can't do it again. Or if you're really trying to prove that you a top echelon quarterback, right, right. you got to do it for me a second time. I got you. And because he damn sure like because the 2004 hit that Super Bowl he played wasn't great. It wasn't great. And then that 2008 like like yeah 2008 he was, solidified it right with the with, drive, with the final drive to San Antonio. I got you. Uh, Eli, the first Super Bowl. It, I mean, people talk about the catch on the helmet, and you ask me. I felt like somebody on that defense should have got that Super Bowl MVP. But, you know, that's needless to say. But mm-hmm. um, for me, again, Eli, you want to prove yourself to be a top echelon, you got to do it for me a second time. And what happened four years later, played the Patriots again, got the ring, you know, did it the second time. It's like, okay, now we can now it, we can talk about you. Let me, before I let you finish your point, because uh-huh. I'm going to forget. Okay. <laughs> you think Eli's a top echelon? Um right now, no. But I mean there was like, but there was like, he'll make the Hall of Fame he'll he'll make the Hall of Fame when he retires off the strength that he's a manning off the and, strength and he got two yeah, Super Bowls. Yeah But when you look at his career, mm-hmm. um nigga ain't been to playoffs in a in a stint. It's been a while. It's been a while. In a stint. It's been a while. <laughs> and not only has he not been in the playoffs in a stint, right. but the nigga Throws hella interceptions in three of those years I was in that say, stint. Three of those years in that stint. Yeah. He's, he's led the league in inter- 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 interceptions. Agreed. Like uh, he'll get there because of oh the helmet catch and the he's a Manning and, two rings. And, yeah, like he'll the last get there, rings. but he ain't that nigga. Like for real, for real. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a guy that he, the defense around him gotta play better. The offensive weapons that he got gotta play better. I I put Eli kind of in the same class as a Joe Flacco. They're both guys that sometimes they sleepwalk through the regular season, but when the postseason arrives, they're money. I, I I put both those guys in the same class. So I'm getting to Joe Flacco. Um, while he won his Super Bowl, while he threw 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, and Super Bowl MVP and all that, there's a group of nfl pundits that still feel like okay this guy while he while he legitimately carried that team through the playoffs to that super bowl uh, people feel like he got to do it again you're damn right he got to do it people again. people feel like okay you got to do it again you damn damn so right we he could so we it. could talk with you and, because, it's, and it's the same thing with russell wilson Cause yeah. he won his Super Bowl. What the defense? Defense won the and Super the Bowl and the running game. Yeah, and so and I, I, and then I, the way he lost
0: I mean, the Super I'd be Bowl the following you,
1: year. I be honest with you, dog. Like I feel like, and this ain't no you know Ravens hatred shit. I feel like the defense got him through. Got him through in uh two thousand and twelve. I mean that 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 on the same level as the Seattle Seahawks did because obviously the Seattle Seahawks and Marshawn Lynch was like. Okay, let me take that back. Not the defense, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. What we're, talk, well, we're talking about intangible. Oh, well, that but, plays a part. That, he, play, with, that plays a part because see, with no other Super Bowl champion, like some would say, some would say in two thousand and four, the idea of Jerome Bettis retiring is what mm-hmm. drove them to that Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I, I never, I never knew that. Some would say that. Really? Some not, would say that. Really? I never. They went to the uh, AFC Championship the year before, right? And lost, right? And uh, Jerome Bettis was ready to retire, right? Right. Ben Roethlisberger went to him and was like, "Don't retire. I'm gonna get you the Super Bowl." Okay. Defense played. Defense how played they played. High. Yep. You know what okay. I'm saying? Because and, and I ain't gonna say totally because, but under the intention, like it was like we noticed the we bus got last, last year for the for bus. The bus. Okay. okay. That defense in Baltimore, mm-hmm. he was like. This my last year, Ray Lewis. I mean, okay. This my last year. Okay. It, after this is a wrap. Okay. Y'all need to get this for me, but I think the difference. I ain't is, never seen Jimmy Smith be that good. But the, I think the difference is is that when Roethlisberger told the bus, "Hey, I'm gonna get you there," statist- now statistically, Ben didn't get him there. Joe Flacco statistically got him there. That's the that's the big difference in the play in, in the playoffs. Now maybe, maybe through eleven. I, I, I'm thinking eleven touchdowns on interceptions is good. I, 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 I'm 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 yeah. more thinking about what is what his other stats were, and that that's that's was, what, what like per, like completion percentage, completion and, percentage yards. Yeah, the, yeah, the, like, the, yeah. The completion percentage was still around fifty nine percent, sixty percent, something like that. Um, because yard, that's, because let's be clear. We all know, and I and I'm not taking the Super Bowl away from y'all, mm-hmm. but that game against Denver when um, oh the Jacoby pass yeah sure, defense's fault. You can't. You, 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 I I blame that on the defense. I think everybody blames. No, that. I'm, I, I'm talking about Denver. I'm huh? talking about Denver defense. I'm talking about Mike Adams. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Every, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody blames the Denver defense. Like, do Do they win if they if if he don't do that bullshit? Well. No, and, but, I, and again, but, I'm not taking the Super Bowl away from the Ravens. At the, at the same time, though, if you're the Denver defense in that situation and you're defending a quarterback, Mike that Adams throws took the ball a deep, terrible angle. If you're defending a team, or if you're defending an offense with a quarterback that throws the ball deep and they got 30 seconds to make something happen with no timeouts, don't you think, as a secondary, you got to play a certain way? Yeah, but he played it short, and he got beat deep. That's what Mike Adams did. That's but and it, and it goes to the point that that was on the Denver defense. Hey, look, things happen. I mean, you, you have to win the Super Bowl with some luck. I mean, no, you don't. don't yeah, you, yeah, no, you do. You, no, you don't. Yeah, you if you yeah, better yeah, you, than every other team. Then yeah, you beat yeah, every other yeah, team. Yeah, you do. Look at the Giants. Look at the Giants and their luck when they won their rings. All right, to catch, so. on, catch on the helmet. I mean you, you that I mean doesn't have to I mean happen. I mean you and I disagree on the Manningham. That doesn't throw. have to happen. But that it have to happen. But it but it happened. You saying it ha- luck has to happen for you to win a Super Bowl. No you know what it I'm don't. saying some I'm saying with some teams. With some teams. 2008 the 2008 Super Bowl wasn't luck. No, for the no, no no no, i but I'm not talking 2004, about 2004 certainly because Yes. Ben Robertsburg getting that tackle, Better yeah, better yeah. fumbling at the goal line, absolutely, um, absolutely. Oh, uh, Von Hoffman yeah. knocking out Palmer, absolutely, you know, absolutely. But that two thousand eight, that wasn't no luck. No, I'm, but I'm not talking about two thousand eight. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying that with certain Super Bowl runs, with teams that make these runs, there's some luck involved. I mean, you could say that about the Giants. You could definitely say it about the Packers that year in two thousand ten. I mean, Jay Cutler don't sit out the rest of the game. We we might be talking to you know a different, totally different man, story I was here. Hoping Chicago won that game. What's that? I was hoping Chicago won that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I did not want to see Aaron Rodgers, though. I swear. Yeah, that dude was lit. Mm. Those three games. I mean, especially against Atlanta that year, man. They yeah, they were. I did not that want that, that to see defense it. was lit. I did not want to see Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That defense was lit that year. But yeah, man. Um, getting back to Flacco, um. There's people out there, and even myself as a Ravens fan, I'm like, look, I think you're good, but if you're trying to be up at the upper echelon of quarterbacks or at least least make a case that people want to talk about you as a potential future Hall of Famer, you got to get that second ring, bro. And, And the same goes for Russell Wilson, especially winning the Super Bowl the way he won it by his defense backing him up, and then the way he lost that Super right. Bowl throwing that pass at the goal line. Right. I think he's a guy that, hey, while you were a good quarterback, I need you to do it a second time for me, for me to talk about you as a potential yeah. upper echelon no. quarterback. So I, I mean, I agree with Joe Flacco. I definitely agree with um, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, Philip Rivers, you think he's? Nah, I think he. I mean, I, I think I don't. I, I think I think is pretty. I think he's done, and I think it's, mm. it's I think it's well documented that he's done. Right, right. As far as uh, Super Bowl window, I think it's well documented that he's done. Right. Anybody that hasn't won a ring yet, feeling some pressure in that in the quarterback. Simpson, who who I mean, like I said, obviously Cam Newton, but uh, I mean, yeah, you did you did say Cam, but pressure, I mean, ain't really nobody else. Yeah, I mean, had Romo been healthy, maybe Romo. Yeah, um, good good choice. But really, no, because, like, I mean... Like, I can't see Matt Ryan feeling pressure. Because no they pressure. haven't been good the they last been three good. years. Um, uh, Stafford, I can't see feeling the pressure. Um, yeah, it's is not nah, not too many guys nah, nah, without rings. It's yeah. I, it's really Cam and uh, Rivers. I mean, yeah. for me, Rivers. Uh, it's but, definitely not Rivers for me. But Cam, but Cam I, can I can see Joe Flacco. I could see Joe Flacco. Well, I'm talking about guys that don't have rings yet. Okay, guys that don't have rings. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Cam. Uh, that ninja. Here we go. Here we go. So you blame Russell Wilson for not handing the ball to Marshawn Lynch, or does that go on the coaching staff? Oh, let's do that. <laughs> let's. Do, you know, I'm about the shits, Ninja. Um, here's my criticism of um Russell Wilson in that situation, and it might be the coaching staff. For it might be, um, if you realize a an official quarterback, right? Um, Peyton Manning got control of his offense. Then Roethlisberger got control of his offense. Joe Flacco got control of his offense. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford got control of his offense. Um, Matt Ryan got control of his offense. I mean, I can go down the line of quarterbacks that got control of their offense. Right. For the most part, I'm Even not saying Alex Smith. Got yeah, I'm not saying coaches offense. don't call plays. I'm saying that if a quarterback goes to up to the line with that play called he got the right to say nah like really the like I, I, I got the best running back in I, this game i can't fuck with that play and you want me to throw a slant? so the the criticism in my opinion that ninja for of russell wilson at bare minimum at bare minimum and i i, I can't i can't 100 percent say i remember the timeout situation you step up to the to the to the line you see what's going on. You you see what the defense is doing or right. trying what you what the defense is trying to do, and say, nah, this ain't gonna work. Right. Call a right. timeout. Right. Call a timeout. Um. Then on top of that, um, Russell Wilson didn't throw a good ball. That wasn't a good read. I'm sorry. Was that was I, I was gonna read. say. I think the throw was good. That wasn't I a think good read. The, I think the read was. That wasn't not a good read. Great. Yeah. I, the throw was fine. I mean, the read saw, wasn't. I mean, at the. I mean, from the point that the ball was hiked, mm-hmm. you saw that receiver get jammed by Brandon Browner. Mm-hmm. It happened. Right. Is we're not talking about a ten yard throw. We're talking about a one yard, two yard throw. Right. You saw him get jammed immediately, so that means he got five yards to jam him. Before, right. You know, and, that and, wasn't and, a great and, read. and the moment he got jammed as a quarterback, you know, okay, this ain't gonna work. I gotta go to a second option. I gotta go to the jam, or I gotta run it myself. Yeah, and so yeah, I don't, I don't blame him for not handing the ball to Marshawn Lynch per se. I blame Marshawn Lynch. I mean, I'm I blame Russell Wilson for making that read, right? Or not looking at that defense and saying this wasn't going to work out for me throwing this ball at this moment in time. And even if the myth about not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch because they didn't want Marshawn Lynch to be the Super Bowl MVP for all those reasons, And let's be honest, I'm I'm with the shits. That might have been why Pete Carroll called that play. Yeah, if that is true, run a play for Russell Wilson. Let him take it in if you want him to be the guy. Don't let him throw that pass in that situation. That was a terrible read. That was a terrible read. I I don't know if the play call was terrible. I I can't say that I know that the play call was terrible. I know that read was terrible. And And by the way, a couple plays before that was that catch by Lockett, that crazy, I don't know what that was, but he bobbled it like, Oh yeah, 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 right, 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 and, and he then he it, fell down and yeah, he caught, caught it, it some awkward way. I and, and, about that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they and they blew it just you know two plays later after that. So yeah, I yeah. Ninja City agrees. If I was him, I would have changed the play. How mad could you be at me after Marsh, Marshawn runs in the touchdown, but Russell Wilson in a very short time has been to two Super Bowls, and the only reason he doesn't have two rings is because of a bad play call. That wasn't a myth, sir. They didn't give the ball to Marshawn on him because they didn't want him to sign, even though we took them all the way down the field. Well, that <laughs> that was a terrible play call because you were on the goal line. You had you handed off every time, I spe- Well, um, I, I I saw a stat that said, um, schematically, the Seahawks do that. You know, they don't you know schematically normally run the ball in that situation right, right. um so I, I, I so i mean if they and, got and, to the and, super bowl and, running them type of sets in in the red zone right and if you're the patriots defense what do you think you're expecting in that situation what what is regularly called yeah so i mean yeah. <laughs> so again the play call it might have been bad may or may not have been bad but again for me the read was bad mm-hmm. and if you couldn't I, right. Browner was lined up like Malcolm Butler was like the it was jam. The jam happened. The jam you, happened because they knew option. right. They like it's like they knew what was. It was almost like they knew what was going to happen. Right. Yeah. That, and it that's was what it, almost that's like they what knew what like. was going to happen. That's what. It so it like. was like, and, and you got to give Be- Belichick credit for that. It was like they knew what was going to happen. Right. And you know, and they showed out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I mean shit. I mean, but going back to Russell Wilson, and, and I'm certainly not about to say Russell Wilson not official because Russell Wilson is official. Yeah. Um yeah, But at least in that situ, at least in at that time that year, um, maybe he wasn't the guy that that he is now because it seemed like they didn't put him in a situation. They don't they don't have the responsibilities on him where he could get in and out of call, get in and out of audibles based on what the defense is showing him. Yeah. Because he very clearly in my opinion stepped up to that line, saw what was going on and ran that same dumbass play regardless. Yeah, pretty much. Even though he saw what was going on. So I mean like nah, um Yeah, I I blame Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson got to take the rap for that. Yeah, um mostly he got to take the rap. Definitely Pete Carroll got to take the rap uh, for sure. But um, I would have loved to have seen Russell Wilson take that ball in himself. Uh, Cedric says he should have got that play call, looked at Beast Mode and asked him which side you want to run because they called the pass play. Well, look, if I'm Beast Mode, I'm like, look, give me the damn ball. But I feel like Beast Mode said, I feel like it was a story that Beast Mode said that. To give him the ball? that Like, like he wanted the ball. Right. And um, then, um, even with, if you looked at Richard Sherman's reaction mm. when the interception happened, it yep. was like, Yep. Like, what? You, like, what? Like, you really That's call what y'all that? called? Yeah. I, I remember that. I remember that face. I remember expression. the memes. So it was like, <laughs> my nigga, like. <laughs> Okay, I, I, yeah, it was a bad play call, but it was but it was more to what Russell Wilson did in the midst of that play call. Now, I don't remember if it was third or, or second or third. It, it might have been first down. Cause as a matter of fact, Marshawn, the play before, had ran into that. Right, it was right. first down, if I'm not mistaken. It was first down, so they even had two more plays to fucking make it happen. Pretty much. And he threw that. Yeah, So, man. I mean... Yeah, you kind of got to blame Russell Wilson because even if the play call was bad, he's on the field. He has the opportunity to change. He's the general. What happened? He's the guy that's got to decide you know what? I don't like what I'm seeing. I got to call a timeout. Throw that motherfucker away and be like Pete Carroll. What the F are you trying to call that call time out Like like you, something. Like, you, like you. do you want to be a dynasty or not Like <laughs> like let's 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 just call this thing right But here. let's be clear if Russell Wilson would have pulled that off If for some reason Malcolm Butler didn't get to the ball mm-hmm. Russell Wilson would have been the greatest Nigga ever Yeah this is true no, they they would be this decade's dynasty. Yeah, like he'd be the greatest nigga ever. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I guess what I'm saying is that's how football works, my nigga. Like you yeah, can't. It does. I mean, while it was a bad play, if he would have pulled that bad play off, right. we wouldn't even be talking about this shit right yeah. now. And, Russell and, Wilson would be that nigga, and Brady would be three and three in Super Bowl. Yeah, Russ. Yeah, he'd Gregor, be that nigga. <laughs> if, if you're still listening, Grego, you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here. We got 10 minutes left in the show, so. It's about that time so uh it's time for these nfl week one football picks y'all and uh you know let's let's get right to it man so um so tonight's game man uh panthers at the broncos man what's good no way that no way the broncos putting themselves i got give me the panthers yeah man i got the panthers too man um it's just better teams i mean quarterback is better I think the defense is going to step up. I, I, I got Carolina Panthers here. So, uh, Sunday's there. So, Green Bay's at Jacksonville. Who you got? Give me the Packers. Yeah, I, I got Green Bay also, man. Um, I love the offense for Jacksonville. I think they're going to put up some points around game. Uh, Buffalo Bills at the Baltimore Ravens. Who the Buffalo Bills? Uh, you know why I'm with it, man. Um, I'm not counting on Rex Ryan to beat my team uh, Chicago Bears at the Houston Texans. Give me the Texans. I'm gonna pick the Bears in this game. I think that defense is gonna be a little bit improved. I think they got something to prove here. Um, the Cleveland Browns at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, in an upset. Give me the Cleveland Browns. Yep, yeah, I'm with you, man. That's my upset of the week, man. Um, RG3 is so familiar with that things. I think he's gonna call them up. Without, I mean, even without Josh uh, and I don't know if they can deal with that Terrell Pirate go route that he's obviously gonna run every time he's on the field. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really know about the Eagles' defense. I know Jim Schwartz is there, but I, I, I don't know about them. Right, right. Um, and then Carson Wentz is playing. Yeah, that's true. It's that, gonna take a minute. Yeah, I, f- I forgot to address that situation earlier. It's gonna take a minute. Carson Wentz is playing. Uh, that's gonna take a minute. Yeah. Uh, the Buccaneers at the Falcons. Give me the Bucks. I'm gonna take the Falcons at home to start off the season right after, what, after the collapse last year. But the Bucks look like a promising. I'm I'm surprised neither you and I picked the Bucks to make the playoffs. Um, no, nah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I think I think Tampa Bay a show out week one. You're right. Uh, the Vikings at the. Titans. Give me the. Oh, because of the quarterback? Yeah, I, I just don't know. If Sean Hill plays, I can't go with it. And then and even if Bradford does play, right. I, I think it'll be Kingston. If right, right. Um, I'm going with the Vikings because I still got to see what Tennessee's got. Um, they got some young pieces. The quarterback, Mario, was pretty good. They got those two running backs, Derrick Henry and uh, DeMarco Murray there. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Bengals at the Jets. Bengals. I'm gonna take JTS just at home. Um, losing perfect for the first three games is a big deal to me. I got the uh, chance. The Raiders at the Saints. Raiders. I'm going with the Saints at home. Uh, I know the Mystique of the Dome is not what it used to be, but um, yo, I think Vegas has this being the most scored game of the week. And I can see that. Man. Yeah. yeah uh, so, that. you know, for you FanDuel players out there, this is the game you want to start loading up players. I got on. Derek Carr starting this week. That's ASAP. You playing FanDuel this year? Uh, I, I will, oh, but we'll. not yet. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't. It's ASAP. I got the Chiefs. Uh, the Dolphins at the Seahawks. Seahawks Seahawks are going to crush the Dolphins I mean this is going to be the most Lopsided game of the weekend um, In my opinion Um, Detroit at the Colts Oddly enough Give me Detroit I'm going to take the Colts At home Healthy and I don't know about the offensive line though but uh I know about the quarterback. I think what, I think Don't be I coming thought. for Drew Brees, nigga. <laughs> what's the what's the over under on Drew Brees crying for you, to hit you? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas <Yeah>. a legend. <laughs> right, right, Uh Giants at the Cowboys. I, I there's no way i c I'm going for Dallas. I forgive me the Giants. It's yeah, no me, yeah, yeah no me too. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, although I would not be surprised if Dak Prescott shows out in this game. I just think I, the defense for I'd, be Dallas, surprised. I'd be surprised. I think week one, I'd be surprised. That defense for Dallas is some garbage. Um, they don't have any Uh Patriots at the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yep. This will be the first game of the year. The Patriots lose and then they'll win three straight. <laughs> yeah. Just like they always do. Monday Night Football, Uh, your Pittsburgh Steelers at the Redskins. You going to your Redskins fan house or you going to the game? I'm going to the Redskins fan house um, uh, because... Sharif ain't come through for you? No, no, Sharif did come through. In in, in all disclosure, Sharif was like, hey, you still trying to go. Right. And I was like, I got to to fuck with my nigga. I, I got to fuck with my homie. Um, because I need to be in the face of a Redskins fan that I personally know. So even if we end up fighting, we right. friends afterwards. Right, and right, we talking right. about a life or death situation. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm you saying? You don't want to be locked up in FedEx Field. That's yeah, that's, right. that's that definitely only that in my life. So I'm going to go holler at the homie. Um, and I'm going to watch Pittsburgh get in the Redskins shit. AB is shitting all over Josh Norman, and that's real. Yeah, um, you know how I feel about the skins. They just seem to look down after a playoff run the year before. Um, I, I mean, I'd give them a shot at home, but I, I just think Pittsburgh, right now, they've got one of the better offenses in the league. I think the defense stepped up just a tad Just, a, just enough to deal with the Just enough, yeah, just enough, because they got weapons on that offense. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But it's all ran through Kirk Cousins, and I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. It wouldn't surprise me if this was the shootout. That's for sure. Fan duel alert. If there's players you want to get, this is the game to get players. All right, last game for the week of uh, the newly L.A. Rams at the Niners. Home game for San Fran. Uh, both of these motherfuckers are crazy, but give me San Fran. Uh, I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers, despite how I feel about Chip Kelly. Despite how I think it is. They just Welcome got they the just case. a little bit not as crazy as the LA Rams yeah, the, right now. Yeah, the Rams they got they, a lot of shit to figure out. They gotta show me that they can play disciplined football on defense and that they're not gonna screw the whole thing up. You know what? And hey, Case Keenum is starting this game, by this, the way. But this is how I got behind last year, but I'm a real nigga. Give me the Rams. Oh, okay. oh, so you, you, okay. Give me gotta, the Rams. Okay. Give me the Rams. This is how I got behind for y'all that didn't know. This is how I got behind last year, just trying to just, you know, be different from Trey. Give me the Rams this year. Todd Gurley, um, I mean, I, I get it. They don't got no weapons, but really when I think about it, San Fran really has weapons for real. I mean, Carlos Hyde is official. Tory Smith. I... Really, that's what you came up with, Torrey No, Smith. I'm. I'm. That's a. That was a question. Like Tory oh, Smith. Oh, like, yeah. is he supposed to no, be the guy to? Yeah, take shit. him over the top. And, and Blaine Gabbard I mean, I know he's played some good games last year, but I, I, I ain't fucking with it. Yeah. So yeah, give me L A on the upset. I don't even know if it's an upset, but yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's it for the picks, and um, you know, that's it for the show. We out of time, and uh, you know, it feels great to be back in the house doing a podcast on a special night, then, you know, y'all enjoy the game tonight. And, uh, just want to remind y'all, man, subscribe to the barbershop sports talk podcast on iTunes. Um, hit us up through email at barbershop sports talk one at gmail.com. And you can also hit us up through the Facebook page and the Instagram page as well. And also, don't forget our WordPress blog site. Just go to WordPress.com and hit Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Type it in the search box and check out our blog posts. We try to post at least once a week, anyway. I know we've been off a little bit, but that's okay. We, the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, we, we can do post. what we want. Yeah, we can post whenever we want to post. So um, I'm Trey Frazier, as Maestro Styles. We out of here, y'all. I don't support this shit. <laughs>